Yeah. Yeah, we we finally made it. It's uh we're 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 I think Mark just has a contest a lot of days to see how close to 905 he can actually show up. But whatever, I, like we couldn't go without him tonight because yeah. his his content is the whole thing. It's the whole episode. This Astute. is where the power lies. Right. <laughs> Astute observers will know that the credits for Red Sonia ran long on the Superstation. Right. Right. It's, uh, you know. Now you get Red Weba. Let's flip that hair loose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't flip it too hard, Mark. It'll come no, out. It'll fall off. Right. <laughs> it's already going. It'll be like East, Easter egg, Sonia. That's no good. But um, anyhow, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be right back with you after you listen to our kick-ass theme song. Once I find the button for our kick-ass theme song. Everybody, it's Tuesday night. It's nine oh five. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of GI Joe. How's everybody doing? Ooh, fabulously late. Yeah, right. How's it work? If you go over bidding on the showcase, you lose. Yes. Yeah, right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had nine oh seven. Right. <laughs> I got a I got a ping I got a ping from Mike that they're on. I forgot you guys get log on early, and then I logged on. And there was literally no one there, and I really thought I was in the wrong room. You know, I, I, I was I was here, but I'm not going to turn the camera on and sit here and look at myself. It's bad enough I got to be myself. I'm not going to have to. I'm not going to sit here and look at myself too. All right. The one the one positive of being me is I don't have to look at me. The rest of you have to look at me. Anyhow. I was sitting on the couch at five to nine when Mark's message came in. Yeah. Like, oh, it's five to nine. Oh, crap. for those of what you who think, who think I big time and just like, oh, I got another show tonight. I'll just show up. It's about that time. Nah, my my PC was giving me the mic didn't work, and usually it's only a reboot that fixes that. Fourteen minutes for a basic reboot. So I'm here shaking the computer, going, "Come on." <laughs> Hurry up! You can't be that old when in reality, yeah, probably that, past its expiration. And, and that computer is really just Polly's big sex robot from Rocky Four. Pretty much. Happy birthday, yeah. Art, Art asking the question that America's got. I gave up a Batman podcast for this. That's correct. Yes, yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but maybe, but maybe not a Captain Caveman podcast. Stay tuned. Ooh. Jo- Joining me here in the top row, he is uh, the the focus of tonight's show, the bell of the ball, the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. Nicest guy in prison. That's me. Uh, it's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite season, soccer season, uh, and it is still bitching hot out here in Rhode Island. So I feel bad for those kids that had to run. I was exhausted just watching them. So I like doling out water breaks when I feel like it, right? Yeah. Because usually they get a second wind if you dehydrate them enough. That's what life's like on the hard streets. And also, apparently, on the co-ed, everyone makes the varsity small Christian high school team. So there you go. 
Uh, I mean, it's it's a good feeling. I, I won't lie. I won't lie to everybody out there in non-podcast land. If you're ever in a situation where you're controlling traffic and you don't have to hit buttons, that's the dream right there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're, or you're controlling the existence and actual life development of youth by withholding water. Ooh, well, that's even better. That's a good one. That's a good one. You just, don't start I, uh, burning sin calories until you're completely dehydrated. That's the base so. level. Some, gen- some gentlemen from the DCS will be looking to speak to Mr. Weber soon. Yeah. Hydra- get- hydration. Hydration is the sin burning out of you. What I like to do is work up a good loogie and then we'll go up to one of the seniors, spit on the ground and go, you think you're strong? Pick that up. It's uh, Mark. Mark's name at the school where he you know, works as a substitute teacher. Is Captain yeah. Sobel. Is uh, Jack Phalanges. <laughs> so they'll never find a Mark Weber. Oh. No, I have, dude, I have cultivated a very positive review uh, record there at Barrington Christian Academy because I am the break glass in case of emergency substitute teacher. So I'm only there when a tire blows on the way in or a horse stomps on somebody's foot at nine o'clock at night the night before. So when kids see me, they know there's no lesson plan, free, free period. And it's almost like a party when they walk we're, in. So wait, we're running wait, cartoons. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. You work where there's a, there are horses involved with people missing work? No wonder your computer takes 14 minutes to reboot. It's a good point, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess I should say computer, right? It's really my phone and an, an intricate network of rubber bands. Right. I'm resetting my, ab- I'm resetting my abacus. Right. Yeah. I forgot. Good. Forgot to feed the chinchilla in the wheel. Yep, he broke me. his email machine. That's right. You could put Amish Honcho up there. And Ever it since. Wouldn't be inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> in the bottom left corner, uh, we are counting down the days until the, the release of the new G.I. Joe comic. But until then, he's still a man without a show. It's Rack Time, Rob. Not only that, the way things are going, we may be counting down the days until the release of, I don't know, basketball season. Ooh. Because football started off with a thud. Yeah, yeah, we took uh, the yeah. Giants' performance on Sunday night kind of hard. What time is the Giants' game? I don't know. They didn't know either. It was yeah, it was last night at eight, and somebody forgot to tell them. I'm so glad to see you guys because I'm a Steeler fan, and I thought I was just going to take abuse from everybody, but not so. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some football-related GI Joe-related news, ladies and germs. Ooh. Okay, so what happened to the fridge? Everyone, tune into uh, Monday Night Football next week. I actually have nothing to spoil because I don't know the people involved. But a uh, huge G.I. Joe collector, big G.I. Joe guy, a uh, friend of mine, has been a guest on my show, Jeremiah Stafford. We recently did a big two-parter talking about the 84-85 catalog. Yes. He, direct, he directed the opening segment of Monday Night Football. Oh, nice. So, cool. yeah. Yeah. So when you see the um, – I, I all I know is literally there's like rock music acts. It's the whole are you ready for some football segment. Um, so whatever that looks like. That's directed by massive G.I. Joe fan Jeremiah Stafford. All right. Outstanding. Yeah. We'll probably see his name flash by in, in the, the one credit they give. Probably, if that. Probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great guy and a real talent. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching for sure. And he really liked that catalog. Oh, man. He knew everything about it. It was great. Yeah, I mean, Jer's is a great resource. We Yeah, he's he's he knows all this stuff. He knows his onions, as they like to say. So speak, speaking of your show, Joe Slepsky, uh, special guest, Joe Slepsky, mm-hmm. uh, for the folks who might be new, why don't you tell them a little bit about it? 
Hey, everybody. I am Joe Slepsky, and I run the Joe on Joe podcast. Uh, every Wednesday, I talk about something G.I. Joe. Usually, it's uh, we, we went through all the cartoons episode by episode. We've gone through every issue of the comic book. Uh, and we are now working our way through some personalized set, uh, personalized interviews. We call them You on Joe's, where it's you, the listener, whatever your favorite thing about G.I. Joe is. So if you're interested in participating in that and being a guest, reach out to me. We have a lot of fun with that. Uh, and, uh, and it's the home of uh, Cold Slither Behind the Rock, G.I. Columbo. This summer, I just released Frost Destro, a conversation between David Frost and Destro. Um, so yeah, so I, I like to have fun on my show, and I hope you guys join me. It, it's entertainment like we provide, only it's evergreen, so you can go back and keep listening. Yeah, that is that is that is the idea behind it. Yeah, that I I, re, I don't do like weekly awesome weekly news updates like these guys because I know that I can't I can't keep up like that. Uh, shoot, we can't keep up like that. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. That's it. That's it. That's my show. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you, you sent me spiraling, so that, that's all. Well, you, they, yeah, and Mark, I've emailed you. Check your email. Okay, I want to get you, I want to get you on the show. Yeah, yeah. I think you were. I think you actually you were vacationing when I shot you the note. So I'll shoot like, you another one. Uh, between my exorbitant rate and uh, my many vacations, I'll pay you double what I paid rack time. Take that, Rob. Take that. Yeah, rack, rack time, Rob was was two episodes of you on Joe because. As you you got to find out, um, he he doesn't shut up when you get him talking about stuff he likes. Right. Yeah. But, paid, but what? I know you paid Robin Liefeld comics. No, no, no. What I did is yeah. uh, what I do is I pay attention to the time, and if I can stretch it into two weeks, that's one less interview I have to do. <laughs> for, <laughs> he's for not the, working harder; he's working smarter. For, right. for the record, I I told you early on before you even started put publishing those out. Hey, I'll be happy to to sit down with you for that, and I have received no no contact. Well, all None. right. Well, but you've been but you've been a guest on the show before, just as just being awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get you on. Wait, wait. I, we didn't do Beachhead. No. No. I got bad news for Did you. We Mike. not do that yet. No. St I got bad news, Mike. Stinky is on next week. Oh. <laughs> right. All right. Well, then we're gonna fix this. I got a lot going on. <laughs> we'll fix this, but no, Mike's Mike's been on the show before. Mike uh, actually is the tremendous voice of General Hawk. When I do get into my, uh, I call it Joe on Joe Theater, Tom Foolery. So he portrayed Hawk in uh, GI Columbo, and, I like to call and he was it, awesome in it. I like to call it the Slepsky verse. Yeah, it's it really is. There is continuity if you pay attention. Yeah, so totally, the and it's not stopping anytime soon. Not stopping. So, anyways, we've we've wasted enough of America's time. That does Probably take. We waste much more. That's true. We're we're actually ahead of schedule, uh, but I figure you know what the hell we'll uh, we'll we'll forge forward uh, and move into community calendar. I don't like where this is going. Community calendar. The four or five. Hope to never, never experience that again. That might be the best intro line ever for those.
I don't like where this is going. This is going. <laughs> There's two two seconds of silence followed. It's that really it's that it's a it's a well done comedic beat. I really enjoy that one. <laughs> Anyhow, um, community calendar is going to be short tonight, guys, because nobody's sending me community uh, shows. So uh, remember, catch that uh, email in there. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. We'll we'll plug. Nobody anything. can afford Let's... to go anywhere. All their pre-orders oh, yeah. are coming in. Right. Let yeah. let us know. They are. It's all it's there. Tough month. Uh, but um, but yeah, we we'll 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 plug just about any any show. You got cosplay, customs, photography. We've put them up in the past too. So don't be don't be afraid about sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a big community kind of program. Um, yep. So yeah, let us let us know what's going on with yeah. you. I mean, Lord yeah. knows we've. We've, we've got a, a host on maternity, and it has been a revolving door of people in yeah. this community mm-hmm. filling in for Joe Colton, uh, not to reduce Joe Slepsky's, uh, oh. you know, not, not to make him feel bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm garbage. I get it. No, I get no. The I human get flotsam that is Joe Slepsky is, is in the chair this week. However. <laughs> wow. Okay. My cousin Jetsom's in the other room. He's right. waiting for me to pass out. Yeah. I'll be right in. That's Gildenstern, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But Joining I, us tonight, last guy in the Rolodex, it's Joe Slepsky. Well, <laughs> that's rough. It's true. <laughs> You're going, it's going by Apple rankings, Apple charts. Uh, <laughs> I'm big in the innuendo crowd. What could Joe on Joe be about? I get a lot of that. Yeah. We get a lot of that traffic. I thought it was about something else. Right. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't stay here. This wasn't at all what I expected. <laughs> oh, no, them, oh, no, no, no. They then love it and they stick around. Okay. That's the pleasure. Right. <laughs> Anyways, first up. Come on. Come on. Come on. September 24th, it's Toy Man out in St. Louis, Missouri at the Machinist Hall, uh, just to the west of the airport. Big one. First ever. Can't miss it. No, they do like eight of these a year. <laughs> they're, they're all over the place. If you're, if you're, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a toy man show. First one since Labor Day. Yeah, probably. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I've never been here, but just the fact that it's in something called the Machinist Hall makes yeah. me want to go there. Yeah. I love shows that are in halls, VFW halls, like you know, Lions Club halls. Those shows are always great. It's I love going to those shows. You you would love Toy Man, Joe, because that it is two stories of that kind of building. Whoa! Oh, that's great. Full of toy yeah. dealers, uh, awesome. artists, special guests, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, head up their their website, uh, toymanshow.com, or shit, shoot them up on Facebook there uh, at Toy Man Show. Uh, they'll get all the details on each individual program. But you can't beat it. Not to mention, only five dollars gets you in the door. 15 gets you in for early bird and the parking is both plentiful and free as the birds. Yeah. And an opportunity to hug a Dave Draper. Mm-hmm. It's right. worth it. It's worth 15 bucks just to avoid the sweaty crowds. Well, I don't know and about it, that. Really? You get in early, you get in early, you get your stuff. Boom. I don't know. The heavy sweaters do like to start early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say if you're I want to avoid the sweaty crowd, you go at noon. There's a rumor that Vin Diesel is going to drive off the St. Louis Arch and land in the Toy Man show on September 24th. Awesome. Yeah, so. The rumor started fresh right here. And I'm like, there's free free parking, man. You didn't have to do that, but whatever. 
He uh, just says he lives one he lives one toy show at a time. Matt Rubin said there's nothing in southwestern Pennsylvania till November. I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't know. Is right now, you got you got an assassin running around southwestern Pennsylvania. There's no Steeler wins. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Oh. We should believe Matt. Matt Rubin is 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 the man in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. So if it, if it's happening there, he knows about. It. He's got his yeah. finger on the pulse. That's right. I'm more of a Mechanicsburg kind of guy myself. Whatever. <laughs> Go Falcons. I, mean, I, was, I, think there, I think there was a big printing plant. In Mechanicsburg, wasn't there? Yeah, I, probably. I saw a paper plant or something. Yeah, I used to do business with them. Not much of a community garden, though, in Mechanicsburg. Not really their thing. <laughs> Which cars hum really nicely. Which brings yes. us back to Vin Diesel jumping That's the arch it. next weekend. Be there to see it. Because Be it's there to all see it. About, about family. Yeah. Is it family or family? Whatever. He is Groot. Uh, buy these street sharks that go on your hand. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> street sharks are amazing. Uh, Sean Russell advises that you just spoiled <laughs> Fast and Furious forty-seven. Uh, did I, no, did I though? <laughs> Come on, I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's Fast and Furious, like Furioso, like it's like the <laughs> Mexican knockoff version of Fast and Furious, and they did forty-seven of them. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that's they're all directed by Steven Spielberg. So you know it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Starring Vin Diesel is bueno. Senor Burns is malo. Senor Burns is el diablo. <laughs> Vincente Diesel. Vincente <laughs> Diesel is bueno. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> Good God. All right. Yeah, we're off the rails early. But, uh, next up, a community calendar. Going to the complete other part of the country. Look at this. Wow. Get, get you out in the Pacific Northwest. Also you know, known as Weberville. Right. The Wisconsin, the Washington, Wisconsin, Washington State Toy Show. That has happened on October 21st. Uh, you can find that at WAToyShow.com. You get all the details. But what more details do you need? Uh, clearly a G.I. Uh, Joe cast reunion going on. Uh, Bill Ratner, Mary McDonald Lewis, uh, Michael Bell, BJ Ward, Neil Ross, all in attendance. Uh, that is a, a fine menagerie of Joe characters right there for you. Also, coincidentally, all former guests of What's on Joe Mind. That's right. Awesome. All awesome. five. That is just all star, man. But uh, not to mention, you... Jake, Jake Rose will be there. He's likely selling. So, all right. You give a hug to Jake Rose, uh, that gets you 0% off at the Jake Rose table. You even show that picture to someone who's, you know, tangentially a Joe guy. They, you know, they collect comics. Right? They would look at that and absolutely go, that's a banger lineup. They know yeah. every single person in that. That's great. Right. Like if, if you showed this, this lineup to, to my parents, I think they would, they would know who these people were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mostly because we made them watch so many of the cartoons as children. <laughs> that, <laughs> where, boys. Where's the, where's the voice of snake eyes? That, that's me. Two up, right there. Yeah, it's me. Well, Brady Bunch it right up. There. I was the uh, I was Snake Eyes, uh, Chuckles, and Grand Slam for the old Sunbow cartoons. Got it. Can you give us the Chuckles grunt when he throws that missile one more time? No, that was uh, that was foleyed in. Oh. They, didn't, they didn't want an actual human grunt. ADR, yeah. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, Jake Rose asks, uh, "I'm a hugger. 
I need a What's on Joe Mind shirt. How long does it take to get them? I, I think if you ordered one, uh, I would, I mean, you probably got a month. Mm-hmm. Like to like you could wait until the beginning of October and still comfortably get that shirt in time. So be sure to uh, check out our, our our merch page, the swag swag shop down below. They run those 35% off sales every couple of weeks. So just keep your eyes open for one of those. So who are they missing if they just wanted to pick through what's on Joe Mind history for their guest list? They'd need Arthur Burghardt. Yes. Yeah. Uh Neil Hoffman. And Neil, Morgan Neil Hoffman is a former brand manager. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, geez, I'm getting Zach, Hoffman. Zach Hoffman. Zach Hoffman. Neil Hoffman is mentioned uh, on the bench. Brian Cummings. Brian Cummings. Morgan Lofting. Morgan Lofting. Um, For big, I mean, that's that's pretty much top shelf, right? Yeah, we got we did we got a lot of the renegades, folks. I also yeah. I want to point out that if you're wearing your uh, WOJM shirt out and someone's like, "Hey, what, what's that stand for?" You could say, uh, uh, "What of Jesus's mustache?" <laughs> right. And just right. And just have them just have them walk <laughs> away, and like, and just let them curious. Whatever happened to Jesus's uh, mustache? Matt Rubin, who has bought all of our T-shirts, uh, it doesn't take a full month. It hasn't for me. It usually takes two or three weeks to get a What's on Joe Mind shirt. It's all up to T Public, and and they got a pretty good operation going. I know. Uh, Matt Rubin still has not purchased the Staff Sergeant Cnug shirt, which is disappointing because I really like that one. I, I'm much faster on the loom, so I can turn those out faster. I, I know, <laughs> I know this because no one has bought the Staff Sergeant Cnug shirt. Oh. I mean, how how do you say no to this, man? Well, because everyone's <laughs> pre-orders are coming in. How ah, do you not want ah. this on a T-shirt? The so Staff Sergeant Cnugs is pitching a no-hitter. He is. He has got the no-no. <laughs> Did so, did we did we send one of those to Wes? Uh, you know what we we need to now that yeah, you say yeah, that we we need to. I I I do my best to like I I'm the say I I don't pay any less for those than anybody else does. Um, so I I wait for the sales like all of you do. <laughs> and, T, and T Public does a lot of sales. They do uh, every every two weeks. They they do that thirty five percent off the the site wide yep. thing. I need to get myself a What's on Joe Mind coffee mug, but um. Um, I, I do need to to think of Wes the next time I'm I'm putting together an order. But um, you in for Staff Sergeant Sea Nugs, Joe Joe Slapsky? You listen, I got a buddy who is uh, who has a uh, on his on his arm on like on his forearm he has a nugget, and on his bicep he has a dipping sauce container, so he can dip the nugget. Oh, God. I'm not joking. He's a, he's a very he's a very successful producer in Hollywood. I've known him since college. He is a literal top of the line producer name that you see on a game show. Oh and my he god! He has that tattoo. That's how dedicated he is to the chicken nuggets. All right, so I might have I might have to make that happen for him. Which he, nugget did he pick? Because there's like I think four it's just, distinct sizes. No, well, what? Well, it's nuggets. What's the dipping sauce? And that actually, I don't know. I, I'm not sure the brand or flavor dipping sauce. But I would have gone the, with it's the best nugget tattoo I've ever seen. I would have gone with the boot and sweet and sour. <laughs> oh, right, because they are they are. There's four molds, right? Yeah, right, they okay. distinct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, and lazy sure. McDonald's has always just given us remolds, never any new sculpting. <laughs> Thanks, McDonald's. Yeah, where's where's my Tiger Force McNugget? Right. My Night Night Force McNuggets. Greedy McDonald's. <laughs> Actually, can we get Night Force McNugget t-shirts and Tiger Force McNugget t-shirts? It's um 
you, I mean, you know what? Let's sell a few of the regular ones first. Yeah. <laughs> up for the repaint. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say no, but no. <laughs> Give it time. No. It, like if Staff Sergeant Sea Dogs finds that second life, right. then you okay. Do you did you but, make did you make a Tiger Force uh, toll booth T-shirt? Not yet, no. But oh. a, along those lines, I've been very with our T-shirts and 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 our merch. I, I I'm very wary of using anything that's related to the actual Hasbro properties, right? Like I, I don't want to I don't want them coming after me and saying, "Hey, you're making money on something that we right. made." Right. So I, I'm very hesitant to do stuff like that. Yeah. But Staff Sergeant Seanugs, that that's all mine. I mean, God right. imagine. That's, that's all absorbed vids. I just gave him a name. God that's imagine right. that if, if Hasbro's legal department comes for you before Black Major, <laughs> this is a problem. This is a problem <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> absorbed says we need the Mark Target logo on a shirt. I, I agree. feel Target might come for us. I agree. Uh, or Mark. Yeah, right. Yeah, they can't seem well, to get, they can't seem to email me anything. So I can won't has won't has we send the pink Pinkertons first. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but plus just like we were 18th 19th century coal mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Josiah Alcord <laughs> says, My name is Joe, so what's on Joe Mine makes sense, but I get weird looks when I wear my pink ladies medium almond tit shirt. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, we sold a good number of those. The the almond tit shirt is is pretty good, or the the tits on an almond, perhaps more accurately. So, anyhow, so anyways, if you're up uh, Vancouver, Washington way, Webb, you're gonna be out that way in October. No, wish I would though. I mean that's that's a big time lineup. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm well impressed and happy that it's in sort of my old stomping grounds. But that's about mm, three and a half hours north of. Heaven on Earth, been to Oregon, so probably not going to make that one. I just navigated to your T Public page, and that's a very funny event graphic for your almond milk. That's fantastic. That that is uh, out that's of very funny. That is Joe Colton on a meltdown. Yep. <laughs> May, turn turn T shirt graphic. <laughs> oh wait, we have a sale. Look at that. Check the comments. No, get twenty percent off right now. Nice. I think if you sign up for emails or something, you get twenty percent off. Uh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, Craig, you give them, Craig yeah. Cohen just bought a staff sergeant. Nice job, Craig. Yay! Yeah, I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you. Yeah, when Joe had her uh, almond uh, meltdown, what would you say her hormone level was at on a scale of hundred and ten to four thousand? Uh, probably thirty five hundred and something. <laughs> Like we were, we were at a point with we were, yeah. She was so yeah. pregnant. <laughs> Mike Layton also bought the staff card to see Doug shirt. Yeah. All right, yeah. Now they, now they have to fight. Yeah, I don't know who's technically first. I, I just know Craig, bros. Craig got his comment in there first. You know so what? I think officially, we have to recognize that the first one to send us a pic wearing the shirt. That guy's first. <laughs> Oh, Lord. As they say, pick or it didn't happen. That's it. <laughs> or like Grandma Weber used to say, skin to win, baby. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That Grandma Weber, she was worldly. Man, Esther, <laughs> Esther got around, let me tell you. Worldly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I want to hang out with your grandma. Dude, right. She, <laughs> she, here, true story. Mike and I are uh, are visiting the grandparents in Florida. 
This is like 87. And this is not me, by the way. This is No, this is... my older brother, Mike. And we're dying to watch Florida Championship Wrestling because they have this new, hot, young, unbelievable champion named Lex Luger. Who we've only <laughs> read about in magazines. So we're watching it silently in the front room, no audio, while my dad's talking to his parents in the kitchen. And then my dad comes out, and he was you know, a great guy, but kind of a little, uh, a little uh, high-strung. And he saw what was on the TV, and he turned it off immediately and gave us the can't believe you tried to pull that look. And so we sat on the couch quiet, did nothing. And then after dinner, they all marched in, and Grandma put on solid gold. With the, with the, like the full-on dance party. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. We didn't dare tempt, tempt Dad's wrath, but my older brother and I looked at each other and legit shared the what the Solid gold right? dancers. Like, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> See, now now Bart is, is thinking in a place where we should have been long, long before. Uh, he needs a shirt with a line across the chest that says brutal chest cut, and I think we all do. If people, there are some people maybe new to the show who have missed it. Uh, I'll bring out back. I got the GI Joe uh, jersey up there. I'll, I got to light that better. But I have a classified Duke shirt <laughs> with the legitimate chest cut right on it. It's fantastic. So next week I'll uh, I'll have that on display. <laughs> In case you missed it, the I, the the day I popped that shirt on live without warning Mike and Joe. Oh, that was a good show. Yeah, Bart Bart may be onto something there. The problem with the T public designs is they only let you go so far to the edge of the shirt. Yeah. Right? So if I can't get if I can't work it to where it's it's almost to the edge of the act the actual edge of the shirt, then it's gonna look bad. But yeah. You can make your own with a uh, black electrical tape. Maybe maybe that's just it. Maybe it's just a like a cosplay beginner kit. Yeah. You know, we'll give you the the, the start of one and you just got to finish it with your own electrical tape. Yeah. Um, Craig Cohen just prefers spicy mustard. I, I'm there with you. Hot mustard is the best. Mm. Best C-Nug sauce. Anyways, next up. Assembly required still coming at November 3rd. Uh, I know it's a long way out. We won't do this every week, but we did figure that we'd let you know. Uh, their special convention hotel rates end October 22nd. Uh, oh. So if you're planning on making that trip this early November, uh, book that hotel soon because they're running out of space and running out of time. You want to get that done. Is that a Joe specific con? It is. Awesome. Out, out in Des Moines because uh, Des Moines is for lovers. It is uh, the most get... sensual of the, of the Iowa cities. Mm -hmm. Take that quad cities. Right. Yeah. But uh, get all the details at codenameiowa.com. The S link. that you don't the S that you don't pronounce is for sex. Yes. yes. Both of them. It's for sexy sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the best the best kind in my book. Right. <laughs> Sensuality. <laughs> and now we've ruined assembly required. Yep. <laughs> Well, here's a question: Is it is it assembly required or disassembly required, or is the theme this year being bad guys? The the, the theme this year is dreadnoughts, and so oh, they, it's, the dis is there to to look like graffiti because dreadnoughts. Yeah, oh, that's great. That sounds like an awesome show. It it, it is fantastic. This is, I think, year eleven, twelve for assembly twelve. Right 12, 12 so annually, yeah, assembly required. So there there you go, Joe Slapsky. Where you been? Uh, California. 
were I still in Chicago, maybe I'd make the trip. I was pretty much a straight shot from California, though. Just go oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is New York. So is New York. Just go straight through. Yep. You take the yeah. 95. Yeah. Take the 95. Go up to the 5. The four around to the 110. And to the 405. No way. The 405 is jammed. That's it. Right. Right. Oh, I can't make it. Where Where is Phil to complain right. about us doing this? Bit? Come on. Where, 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 is think, Phil? where do you think Phil I I normally <laughs> don't. Whenever like, people make Phil whenever, right now is on yeah. Space Mountain. Yeah, which ride is Phil on? That's a better question. He's wait. He's Space Mountain. He's with uh, what's his name? The wrestler, Ric no, Flair. God damn! Yeah, he's riding Ric Flair. I got. I hate flirt. when I, I hate. I hate when I have a crack, but I can't think of the name the specific. But it's too I, slow for me to. I already opened my mouth and I can't catch it in time. I have a flare shirt with the image of Space Mountain in the middle, and on the top it says "oldest ride," and under it "longest line." Yeah, <laughs> that's solid. My my wife, she she's by no stretch a wrestling fan, but she's watched me watch enough documentaries and stuff. She uh, uh recently had a, uh, something done, and, and we got good news on it. And when she got in the car, she went woohoo! She gave a Ric Flair woo. Yeah, that's solid right there. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. I really respected it. It was unsaid. It was great. <laughs> then she punched out some random guy and threw up four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and then she found the nearest stewardess and groped her. Yep, that's his finishing move. Yeah, it's my wife's finishing move too. But you know, you, so you would think busy you'd, hands. You'd have thought that'd be his finishing move, but apparently not. No, apparently not. Apparently that's not. His opening move. <laughs> that's it for community calendar. I gotta say, that chicken nugget does a lot of retreating. I mean, that's a C-nug. Here we go. Four or five. Jam! C-nugs. It's back on that. I'm your host, Mike Gerritt. Man, I don't want to dissect those because I don't, I don't want to dive too deep. <laughs> But why is that Cenug wearing a diaper and bouncing around in the sauce? Because <laughs> he's a naughty boy. He's a Apparently. Naughty boy. He needs to be punished. I guess. He's a naughty nugget. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you ever see the movie Baby? <laughs> that answers your question. Now I'm curious slash horrified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go through a reel of old eighties McDonald Land commercials to figure that out. All right, so that that's a little bit of a. I'll give you the 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 first one with Staff Sergeant Cenugs just just for Joe Slepsky's benefit. Chicken nuggets, one thing. I mean, that's a Cenug. Give me a Yeah. Yeah, that C-Nug's a dirty, filthy boy. He needs to be punished. He needs to be dipped in sauce and put away wet, that C-Nug. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and what's great about it is that he took Joe Colton out for the chicken nugget. Because she's the one that hates the chicken nugget. When any anytime it, it goes to chicken McNuggets, she's she's out. Like she can't handle them. 
Can I offer a, a, a suggestion? I don't mean to sound like one of those guys that tells you what to do with your show. May I? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. On a week where maybe you don't, you can't find a fourth partner, instead of like me sitting here, just have a C-nug. <laughs> That's it. And he, obviously, you know, you give him the name, you know, that it says C-nug, all that stuff. He never, you know, he doesn't say anything. And, but you guys will be like, C-nug, what did you think? If I could figure out a way to get the gif of, of the little bouncing sea nug in the, in the sauce. Just an inanimate sea nug, I think, would be a tremendous episode of your show. I, I think it's a and, good idea, but I think yeah. dial it up and have it have a live mic, and it could be voiced by <laughs> voiced by Wes. And he just comes by just comes by and curses every so often, right? Do it. Absolutely yeah. do it. Do it. You should absolutely have seen our guest host. This this may be past what uh, what what uh, Streamyard is able to do, but we'll experiment certainly. <laughs> hey, listen, man, Seatnug's all about experimentation. It's how we got through college. I think yeah, I think you pretty much just put a chicken nugget in your CD-ROM drive and close it, and it'll work. <laughs> I mean, you're not uh, using it for anything else these days. That's <laughs> why it took you 14 minutes, Mark. <laughs> Uh, Joe, Joe, that that this gentleman here, Absorbids, that's the guy who did all of those intros. So, yeah. oh well, you did a great job, Absorbids. He's, he's the twisted man very, behind. It's very funny. All very those. funny. Mike Layton says, "Remember that time the Sea Nug showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the bourbon bowl." <laughs> Farmer Fran was elated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what's that? I love that movie so much. <laughs> oh God! There's a hold on. Keep talking. I got an idea. Uh oh. I mean, talking's never a problem. It's the ideas that are questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. My I was just gonna say too that my my CD-ROM driver is is already something portable that I just plug into the side of the machine. There's no no. No actual disk drive media going on anymore. I always keep mine open because I can use it as a coaster. It's right. Heavy. It's a drink holder. A mm. deluxe a deluxe beverage. Ooh. Anyways, it's time for the news. <laughs> it's what a lot of people are here for every week, and we make yeah. them wait like half an hour or longer. Fruits, of, fruits at the bottom. We we are assholes. <laughs> I wonder why we don't have more viewers, and that's why. <laughs> okay, well, I, I just I just remembered what I wanted to share about Nuggets. If you've ever seen the as they did it on SNL, but they originally did it at Second City in Chicago, uh, the Bill Brasky sketch. Yes, uh, yes, that's your C Nug character. <laughs> all the all the shit they talk about Bill Brasky doing. That's what C Nug is. Bill Brasky is a son yeah. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Bill Brasky once got drunk at the company Christmas party and made out with my ex-wife, so I married her again. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Brasky. Bill Brasky walked into Harry Carey, told him to go fuck himself, then continued to uh, go down on Harry Carey because he loved him so much. Easy. Yeah, it's a great sketch. It's a great sketch. So yeah, Bill Brasky, there's your C-Nug. That's all. Bill Brasky does pay a lot for this muffler. Because <laughs> he can afford it. That's right. First news item. Do, 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 do. C-Nug hasn't paid taxes in 45 years. 
and the government don't care. <laughs> Coming up this week, this Friday, uh, find out which repaints uh, Target's going to roll out to us. They are Honcho approved. Yep. At the Target Fall Geek Out. It's going to be online, I think, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, so, Joe, if you're really that that in tune, 6 a.m. Pacific time, I'm yeah, sure you're yeah. in for that. Sure. Well uh, well for, thought out by Target. Right. Uh, for Tiger Force Numb Nuts and, and Python Patrol, I don't know. I, I, play, play Mark Weber's interactive Target game. Pre-order all of them and see which ones you actually get. <laughs> If the answer is zero, it's, it's you target. It's, it's not Walmart. It's Walmart's worst. No, Target. My my experience, Joe, with that is is the same, right? Like Target. Oh, okay. Target's not not innocent, but Walmart has been far far worse about um about receiving stuff. But Mark Mark just um yeah, Mark has some issues going back. Going to Target. Now I've gotten some bank cards from Walmart. That happens when you have too thin backing and ship collectible things in envelopes, but but Rob, I haven't Rob, had anything canceled from Walmart. I Rob's think I win. Yeah, Rob's empty box from Walmart <laughs> is still the winner. That's, that's awesome. Oh, Jesus. Empty box. But in the end, Rob, you did get what you wanted, right? From Walmart? No. No? No. Oh. Empty Tim Peterson, empty bubbles. Tim Peterson once saw Sea Dug scissor kick Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I believe it. When I saw that, I missed the uh, word. I, I missed That's the word. good old Sea Dug. I missed the word kick when I first saw that. I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Holy smokes. Well, Phil is here. He expects us to roll out the red carpet for him. You're 40 <laughs> minutes late, McConkey Dog. He was in line, man. Give us he a had lap. To get, he, though there was a really big line for the Disneyland churros. Last week for Splash Mountain. Maybe. Or did they shut that down already? I don't know. It's uh, California. Phil, tell us. I mean, it, I it, those churros are worth being in line for. My, we went to a, a quick side story. We went to a University of Rhode Island football game on Friday. My daughter hasn't been to too many football games because we went at halftime and she bought a churro. And she, she bit into it like it was going to be fresh and soft and golden and wonderful. And she really uh, broke oh. every tooth in her mouth. Especially the first game of the year. It's from last season. Absolutely. I had zero sympathy for her. I'm like, look, darling. <laughs> if you thought that was going to be like, you know, five-star Michelin churro, I got news for right. you. Right. She she's young, but she ain't that young. No, it was already old when it got warmed. So at least it's warm. Right. Could that was what they had left over from last football season. So bad. Oh. So Viper Scout with a legitimate question. Uh Python Patrol Major Blood or Copperhead? I think Copperhead. I think that that's the nod to the to the uh the vintage line, and that's where most of these most of them come from. Maybe both. So who's to say? Well, I've heard um, like Copperhead and like what the trooper or officer or something, whatever it is. Right. I, well, this guy, I, I actually have him on hand because I've I've opened some figures this week. Ooh. Uh, he is billed as the officer, so it would be the trooper with the black shirt. Yeah. What used to be the officer on the old three and three quarter O ring. Either way, right. sounds not very compelling. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, very likely just going to be repaints. So. Yeah. 
um, we're, we're not uh, we're not terribly excited. Mm-hmm. Now watch Friday come along and it's something awesome and and we have to eat our hats. Yeah. Right. I just found out I have an Bunch Ollie's in town this week, so I made my debut visit. Yeah. And if anybody needs fifty Lady J figures, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I can me, still go to Walmart and do that. Let me know. Whew. Right. Uh, our, our Ollie's here uh, within walking distance is is chock full of movie figures yeah there's some movie ones there too just choking out the entire toy aisle at the alleys it's good times Mm. but uh scotty cameron right there with us in my experience walmart is worse about stocking and restocking new items i still see more snake eyes movie figures at walmart than target i haven't seen those at target in a long long time but i think i saw some last week I'm only mad at Target for canceling pre-orders, claiming they sent you an email asking you if you still wanted that item that you pre-ordered, which right. they didn't send. Yeah, That's a, a customer service fail on so many levels. Right. That, that's why we got divorced. Right. They, they shouldn't be asking you if you still want an item that you ordered. Yeah. Correct. Like, that's, that's just a... Uh... Like you should have to jump through hoops to convince them you don't want it if you change right. your minds. Like that should really work the other way. How do you tell me you you pre-sold too many of them without telling me you pre-sold too many of them? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Galgan wants to know, Mark, did they have the Zorana Dusty Crimson Guard Wave there? They, they did not, and that's what I was was kind of hunting for—a couple extra Crimson Guards, but they didn't have any out here in Rhode Island. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check out the local one. Uh, some point this week, I was updated. I hadn't been in one before, really, ever, and I was pretty impressed. It was a pretty good toy aisle. The prices obviously are great, and selection wasn't terrible. So, if if it's a newer Ollie store, it's probably not too bad. If it's been there any length of time, it'll it'll come back to earth. And it'll look like it'll look like a merchandising dump truck just kind of <laughs> right. It's, it all in. It, it, it's almost like after the morning huddle, the first thing they do is lob a couple grenades out in the right. floor. And, um, but at least it's, it's clean wreckage. I mean, not, not to toot my own horn, but I didn't find any of the toys I made for <laughs> there. So just no. saying, no. Well, I honestly, we, we would think less of them if they found 50th anniversary Joe's <laughs> right at this point. <laughs> Combiner War Transformers. Yeah. It was all sold out anyway. <laughs> They're starting to redo figures I made new. <laughs> and I'm like, I made that guy. He was pretty good. And then I'm like, yeah, that was, uh, that was a decade ago. Okay. But, uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. A do. Hey, look, there was a, a box online. Uh, Shadow Tracker box, a guy that we know is coming and everybody wigged out anyway. Uh, image came from at Return of the Nerd Star Wars on Instagram, so thank you for that. Glad somebody's out there doing some investigative reporting. I just stole it from his tank, uh, so I'll give credit there too. Uh, but frankly, I'm with Lady J. Uh, I, I don't care. Uh, it's a box. It's a box to a figure that we knew was coming, and I already knew what he looked like. So, great. So let us know when we can order it because it actually looks kind of cool. Right. It 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 looks like it'll be kind of kind of neat. We haven't really seen a good picture of the figure itself yet, but whatever. Look at that skyhawk in the background, floating above the pyramid mountain. Ooh. 
I may not be a Skyhawk. I don't know. I got terrible something. Right. Something there. It could, it could be a Sky Duke. They both have the same color hair. Oh, that's a good point. Or it might be that. What was that weird thing? Firefly flew from the movie line that had no Cobra, wings. Cobra gunship. God, that was terrible. <laughs> what an awful toy. If you actually put wings on it, it might be kind of cool. It was. It was kind of. It worked like an anti gravity thing. I kind of like the the Cobra oh. gunship. Oh, my problem, terrible, Mike. My problem with the Cobra gunship was the lack of guns. Yeah, and it came with. Did it come with a pilot? It did. It came with a, a firefly. A five points of articulation firefly. No, he was a he was a regular strength. Oh, he was a real guy. Okay, that's right. It was Rise of Cobra, so yeah, it had that's right. Retaliation is when it was. It was, it was a field. weird pilot firefly that looked a little bit like wild weasel but it was a firefly at, at some meeting some morning uh daryl said uh daryl the priest said we've never made five points for articulation joe figures and i'm like said, really why would we do that <laughs> no joe slepsky you in on shadow tracker yeah i'm in on all of them just all because right. i'm a you know I wanted them all when I was a kid, so now I'm like, I just I want to keep up. I don't buy multiples, you know. I just want one of each. Makes me happy. Good. Good. Yeah, it's I've not been... the most it's not the most exciting way to collect, but that, that makes, looks, it makes me fun. happy when they come we're, in. Yeah, we're not here to we're not here to criticize. <laughs> There's there have been several that I've taken a pass on. Uh, there, I, I, in fact, this past week, what I was doing was going through a lot of my my army builders that I didn't keep track of what I bought. Um, and I'm, I'm just kind of figuring out which ones are going into the old what's on Joe mine prize pile. Ooh. So, so Hope yeah, a if lot you of need people to... out there who need Python patrol officers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need Python patrol guy. There's probably a couple of them in, in a giveaway soon. So be ready for that. I will trade you one slaughters marauders. No. For... <laughs> Mine's an exclusive, you know, no, they, it, that's a Mad Marauders barbecue, and yeah, I yeah. already got him. Same difference. I shrug at you like Lady J shrugs at you. How's the pain on yours, though? I, I don't remember. I only I, He's only been out of the box for a few minutes. Fair enough. Oh, you ruined the value, then. I'm keeping mine. <laughs> the value. <laughs> Mint on box, people. It's, uh, yeah, Schrodinger's... Joe is what that is. <laughs> no, that's seriously. That's what Joes are when they went to the closed box. You don't know right. what's in there. Yeah, it could be John Cena, right, with Raphael's head. You don't know. You think you have everything you need for your collection. We Shrug really, we Joe. really know that's going to be headless cap. Dude, Joe. Oh, right. That's exactly right. You're never too far away from a headless cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is disturbing. I no. love it. I kind of love it. Yeah. Could that be? Could that be the body for Nug? Uh, go. Nug could slide right on top of that. Joe, you have the Falcon figure, right? From Classified. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He needs a new face. Yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he nice. Didn't even paint the hair because I'm a lazy bastard. Oh, uh, why would you? He's wearing a beret anyway. It looks well. Bright. They need they need to come out with someone needs to do a um, a Miami Vice action figure like a retro you know fun thing and then pop that head off and put him on Falcon. It's a good idea. I like uh, Torpedo Mike says so we could call him John Cena. Do 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 do. It's pretty good. Anyways, greatest of all time. 
something like that. Not named Flair. There's a couple other guys I'd put on that list, but sure. Uh, yeah. You're forgetting about Leaping Lanny Popo. Thank you. Oh, Rest in peace. I, I, I would Leaping certainly Lanny put. I, I would put his brother on that list ahead of Johnson too. Because Mr. Savage, he could go. Yeah. Think about how good Randy was. If if you if he had gotten the 10 percent of talent that was left over for Lanny. Oh man. <laughs> He was good enough that in the middle of Hulkamania, they put the belt on him for a year. That's how good Randy Savage was. (laughs) The middle of Hulkamania. They said, nah, you know what? Time out, Hulkster. This guy's awesome. Cream of the crop. (laughs) Next news item. Yes, the genius. Yes. (laughs) Oh, these are great. Oh, oh, no. Couple of Christmas ornaments for Trick or Treat Studios, part of their holiday horrors line. For some reason, I guess they figure uh, the Freddy Krueger's under that mask or something. I don't know. But uh, both are probably horribly scarred. They are up for pre-order. The expected to ship next next no not next month November, uh, nineteen ninety nine a piece. Available at trickortreatstudios.com. You can see Snake Eyes. You can see Cobra Commander. Uh, it, great, cool. Uh, you, look, we've needed more. G.I. Joe ornaments for Joe Colton's Christmas tree. So Ooh, good point. Do we so have any the, idea of scale on these, Mike? How tall they are? Or? Uh, you know what? It's probably on the site. And I just, I just let me see if I still got that site up. I'm just saying, if these are, you know, three inches tall on their own, okay. But if they're, you know, mini, miniature, I don't think they're quite that big, but, uh, I have never my... been a f- never been a fan of busts at all in an Me artistic either. kind of way, right? So it doesn't do much for me. The worst, though, is the one-armed bust. Because you're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> you could go with no arms and say, well, that is the style. But if you're going one-armed, you're just like, I don't really know what the hell I'm doing here. I, I don't see a size. Yeah, I don't I don't have it handy. I'm so. I'm a Christmas tree. I've I've had um I've had Deluxe awesome toy Toyetta Christmas trees for almost almost 20 years now. And uh, you know, it's mostly Star Wars and then it's going to be Marvel, all those like the Hallmark figures and stuff. Yeah. So I've always been looking for J. Joe stuff. So I, I think this is great. Yeah, I could yeah. I could bedeck like a large Christmas tree with just comic yep. book Muppet and Looney Tunes Hallmark one. Yeah, I count my lightsabers every year and I put out a tally to my friends. Like this year we've got 46 lightsabers, various statues. I even right, had a jar jar. Diana Davis is going to make them into festive earrings. There you go. Good idea. Yes. It's not bad. Now, don't snow us, Diana. If there was a Duke or next year when there is a Duke, I firmly expect to see those dangling off the earlobes. Right. We need a picture of that. Unless they're like, you know, like that big and it would just, you know, rip her ear off. I know. She's not, she's got a good idea there, but it'll become a great idea. Well, this this brings me back to. I've had this idea before. I might have even said it on your show before. I think someone needs to do a 3D print uh, a backpack thing that wraps around and just plugs into uh, our three and three quarter figures, and I, you just, uh, with, with a little hook, with a little hook, and then you got your whole your whole tree could be GI Joe figures. I, I did almost lose a stalker in a Christmas tree. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he would. Like of, all, of all the guys to play in the play with in the tree, <laughs> that was a bad pick on my part. Bad call, bad yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were we were rooting choice. around for him for like a half an hour, weren't we? Oof. But oh, imagine, oh. imagine the dioramas of battle scenes you could make. Rob, Rob, I found him two days later. Are you kidding me? <laughs> was it two days hour. later? 
Boy, was he pissed. Two days later. Oh. I remember playing with the Zartan right out of the box and standing up. I knocked the pistol out of his hand down into the lawn. Oh, yeah. That's the like, end of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mom, I need a new Zartan. No, that's not how it worked in the Weber house. So I was no. down there for a good half an hour, but found it somehow. Oh, wow. That was a big win. Yeah, it was like getting seven bucks back. Because <laughs> hardly anybody had pistols early on, right? It was it was not that common, no. Yeah, man. Destro, Cobra Commander, but theirs were kind of weird. Yeah. And Zartan had a pretty credible looking pistol, and I liked that. Yeah, man, yeah, it was okay. well, Cobra, so Cobra Commanders was kind of big, right? Like that, yeah. it wasn't long, but it was kind of thick and stubby. Destro's was pre-lost. <laughs> Tiny, go into deeper detail about the description of Cobra Commander's gun, please. I know, no, I'm I'm not here to not here to help you achieve that kind of fun. <laughs> it was a hair dryer fitting his back, made sense. <laughs> but Destro, a little little skinny pre-lost pistol, terrible. Did everybody else put Destro's pistol in his backpack like I did? Yes. Every oh, yeah. once in a while, yeah. Mine's still in there to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kept it there. <laughs> yeah. I, figured. I was paranoid about losing that thing. Yeah. I figured that's where it was supposed to go. But, I mean, I totally get it, but sometimes you have something wrong your whole life, like me and Voltar's backpack. <laughs> I thought that was an antenna, a really yeah. thick antenna. No. Uh, Jake Rose says, in the 80s, find the toy gun in the grass is how our parents kept us occupied. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Especially when you win it. Right. <laughs> There's a serious feeling of gratification <laughs> there. But, uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, look, these things came out today because, you know, I love Tuesday prep work. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, images for the... PulseCon exclusive Crimson Strike Team are out there. They're all over the place. I woke up to them this afternoon. It was just a great old time. Uh, don't know what they're going to cost just yet. They are available for pre-order on September 22nd at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, if you are a Pulse Premium. Good. Saving money there. So um, for what they are, these look really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I... I, I don't need them myself. If you're a big Baroness fan, I would understand if you needed to buy this set because uh, it looks like they really put a lot of the extra work into the Baroness figure. Uh, we got some other. There's a. There's them in the oh. inside the box and the outer looks like a briefcase kind of thing. That's that cool. picture uh, makes them look like they're in the Phantom Zone. Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. that picture is on the Chuckles artwork, and so is the briefcase. So it's kind of mm. cool that they're tying it mm. together with the, the San Diego set like this. So, so Chuckle very cool. Shr Chuckles shrunk them, and he's carrying them around the city. Yeah. Right. He shrunk them into a miniature phantom yeah. zone. Yeah. yeah. And, oop, and he's now going he's going to turn them in at any point for a title shot at Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> uh. <laughs> any day now. But, but here you can see... Um, what we're talking about with the Baroness there, the first picture and the second picture, she's got different glasses on. Both of them are removable. You got a different face you can put on there. You have different hair you can put on there. There's all kinds of weapons load out. Uh, this is where they spent their money on this one. Yeah. Um, it's good. And that's a fantastic Baroness figure. Yep. Mm -hmm. With a weird gold mask, too, if you want. That mask is right. pretty cool. 
Right. I, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Gas mask or Baroness wants to role play. I'm down with it. Yeah. Whatever. I ain't here sure to judge. Thing. Anna, Baron- whatever you want. Baroness's eyes shut. But, whatever. Um, <laughs> like Matt Rubin uh, echoing our sentiments. Baroness has that extra set in this extra head in this set too. The mass one looks spiffy, but not buying a second set of the twins spiffy. There'll be uh, a lot of crimson twins on eBay. Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. <laughs> Diana Davis with real play with her hair and take off her glasses action. Right. Because you know, not- Diana, when she takes her glasses off, that's when she's cute. That's, that's right. <laughs> but they're not they're not dolls. You're right. You're that's, totally right. That's a like, capitalizing oh. on the Barbie movement. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Baroness, you're not the- attractive at all. Look out. Yep. Yeah. Holy smokes. But uh, but yeah no great great job on this figure, this is it's a fantastic figure, uh, but yeah I don't know I don't think I'm buying a set of twins for it. Uh, there there's the three of them together. That's the the image with all the knives that I put up on on uh, Instagram earlier today when I turned it into uh, an ad for Christmas cutlery. <laughs> And uh, there you can see the, them with their full weapons load out there. Um, About to do the demo where they chop through a bunch of cans and then slice a tomato. Right. <laughs> it's just that's that's tomato so thin. It's cutting all the way through. It's not getting to the end and snapping it off. Oh, no. It's cutting all the way through the tomato. Glides that's like what, butter. That's what the, the, the truly sharp knives do for you. Andrew Galgan says, uh, wait, this means we can do the alternate universe Baroness figure mm-hmm. with Steeler. Yeah, with Reefer uh, Madness Steeler. It's oh, be good. no, no, we, we can't. <laughs> Steeler's not there. Steeler has a button in his back you push, and he runs around with his knees up by his neck going, <laughs> if, oh, if, listen, we've got if, to see the devil. If anyone from Hasbro is listening to this, or could if they should absolutely do a Steeler, and his alternate head should 100% be the pockmarked world without a disease, <laughs> the purple eyes, and yeah, yeah uh, completely. That eye. would yep. sell one Super Seven. You need to do all, a world without inversions, first of all, that should be quicker. Yeah. But 100% classified should absolutely come with a second head where it's worlds without end. That'd be all right. Who knew that was the Baroness's type, right? Yeah, <laughs> Rachel Salinas notes it's the Benny Hanna exclusives. <laughs> Not sure that's how you spell it. But whatever, whatever. There go. We're 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 they're here to uh, terrorize the world and flip shrimp in your mouth. That's it. <laughs> Volcano. Oh, oh, too far, too far. Oh, and then there we can see uh, a more detailed look at the loadout, dude. Um, I'm I'm buying the set just to put her uh, luxurious flowing uh, ebon locks on Doctor Mindbender. Oh, <laughs> yes. so good! Oh, You've talked me into it. <laughs> See, marketing. <laughs> I should try that. Yes, but uh, I use Rogan. Who can put very... on Snake Eyes too? Can you imagine? I I've done that with uh, with Rob Snake Eyes before. I've used the the Lady J hat. I've put it on Snake Eyes, and he he didn't seem real amused. <laughs> I put it on Soundwave, and that was a little bit funnier. 
Um, Can you put it on Batman somehow? That'd be the way. Nah, the, the ears. Uh, yeah, the ears make it look a little too dopey. Like if the ears were, if it was, if his head was big enough that the ears came out, that yeah, it, now you. But it, it's not. It's, uh, it's not. Batman's got a tiny pinhead. Surely there's one from another universe with a smaller head, <laughs> or a larger head, or a larger, or a larger head. head. Yeah. But uh, you can see there, she's even got that that snake laser from the 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 coil cycle set, and the snakes redone a little bit. So that's that's kind of cool. There's really lots of good stuff going on with that Baroness yeah. figure. Mm-hmm. Just not enough to else going on to justify what's probably going to be eighty bucks. Yep, at least that's my guess. I'm saying at least eighty. Eighty and change, I bet. Eighty-three ninety-nine. So I'm surprised if, that something like this with the twins, they wouldn't in this version do uh, give them the line, the repelling line thing too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that for to get people in, excited about this. Yeah. Now we've done that accessory too. Yeah, the skyhook right. is a really good idea. Skyhook, yeah. Even it. if they yeah, had right. to take, even if they had to take something else out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. It. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, Andrew Goggin says should have put the twins in red suits. That's a lot of tooling. And if you're going to do the twins in a suit, I don't need them in a red suit. That's dumb. Look, I always lots, you have I, lots of suit tooling from the Indiana Jones line. Yeah, that's it. I never got a good answer on this, right? Like, why can't they use a Professor X Marvel figure and just drop the heads on? Or if they have to do new heads to size it right, why can't a, they do that? It's has look, there's those two tooling. suits right there. Yeah, he's a, suits. he's a skinny weenie. That's why. Yeah. Professor X doesn't look like the world-class acrobat fighting machine guys like these guys are. That would be settling. <laughs> and they would never do that. <laughs> that's what I was waiting compromising, for. <laughs> compromising integrity. That, yeah. That's what I wanted to hear from you. That's, that was all. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, never do that. Dude, all the way back to the McFarland days, people will go, I hate that you just gave us a repainted Steve McNair. Why didn't you give us a brand new sculpt, whoever? And I'm like, well, you answered your own question there, buddy. Right? But if the Tomax and Zamod heads fit on Xavier or Hammerhead or whoever's in a suit, then aren't we talking about the same thing? But when I pushed on that originally, because I was trying to find a way to get more vehicles back into the Joe line. And I'm like, surely there's an Avengers throwaway stupid Captain America tank that he never actually drove in the movie. Right. That we could use. And and again, Daryl's answer were, well, no, those vehicles are garbage, <laughs> which they largely <laughs> were, I guess. But there was some kind of some kind of reason why we couldn't reuse them for a different toy line. It, it's always something. Again, when if they just decide that they don't want to do something, it, it doesn't matter how good I, your reasons are. They're, I, they're not I, I get you can't put the Joe logo on a Quinjet, right? And not pay Marvel. <laughs> But if it's something that never appeared in the movie, and there was a lot of them toys, right? Right. We right. made it up. We made it up anyway. Who says it's yours? But never got anywhere with that. Um, Andrew Goggin says to grab the Target Club Obi Wan Indy uh, and snap on the Tomac Zamot heads formal wear. Oh, white the, jacket, the white dinner jacket, right? <laughs> Anything goes. Right, that's uh, <laughs> that's like a smoking jacket and sweatpants. That means yeah. they could fight everybody. 
That's uh, yeah. So that's that's that. Uh, we uh, we right now we're all saying we're gonna pass, and then watch somebody's breaking out and buying this. Set. Oh, I'm in. I'm, I'm, in. I'm, I'm buying it. I'm in. I'm buying it. I'm, I'm in. All right. Yep. All right. My bad. I'm I in. I'm misreading the room. I like the I like the twins too. I mean, I you know, sounds I'll, like people are. I, I love. I'm a I'm a big twins fan. So, I'll I'll be honest. If it turns out that this isn't too crazy out of control, I I might be in. Yeah, just I'm just thinking I, about I the sales. The I sales see a price tag. The the yeah. resale potential for Tomax Crimson Tomax Crimson Zamot and Mad Marauders Barbecue. That's mm. gold. There you right? go. Yeah. That, that's mm. a that's a that's a little considered uh um you know grouping there dude that's a pretty good bargain because usually even the toy companies offer three packs and you only want one of the characters right i'm offering the three pack you want two of them that's gold jerry <laughs> oh yeah, Andrew Galgan says, thanks, Mark. I've always wondered why bodies couldn't be switched between lines at Hasbro. And so have I, right? Yeah, the, the answer is because they don't want to. They put out, remember that Master it's of Kung Fu? just what you thought. Right when Classified was started, they put out a Master of Kung Fu uh, Shang-Chi, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was dead on for Quick Kick, right? Just change the colors and give him a sash. And I didn't see no Quick Kick yet. That tooling exists. He, he is on the short list, though. Well. Yeah, he's he's planned. I guess you could. Anyways, well, I know I know how they can save some tooling. But yeah, I, again, I, I I gotta I gotta see I gotta see what it costs. Yeah. If if Viper three pack is eighty bucks, I have a bad feeling that this is going to be a little bit overpriced, a little bit too overpriced. Yeah. I didn't worry about Viper three pack until it went on that that clearance sale that they did. On Hasbro Pulse, so then then they were pretty nice. Yeah, you played that right. I, yes, you did. I was not. A, I, look, that wasn't how I played it, but sometimes the game just finds you. That's it. Sometimes <laughs> you just wander onto the field. Game recognizes game. <laughs> sometimes you have too many beers by the fifth inning, and you're just on the field. <laughs> hey, that's Dwight Evans. <laughs> Why is he punching me? <laughs> Next news item. Do do. That brings that's the end of the news. Chalky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank, sponsored by the GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Uh, be sure to check them out and all the cool projects they've got going. Be sure to stay tuned. We hope to some some point have some some cool uh, Chalky Tank Kitty news for you guys in that regard. Um, even here, I'm I'm hesitant to. Like I don't want to use too much chunky tank kitty in our merchandise because it's not my picture, it's not my cat. Hmm. I swear to I swear to you though, if I ever get a cat, I'm building it a cardboard box tank. That's just gonna happen. Sure. Um, I can't build much, but I can handle that, hmm. right? Let's just put that out there. And a uh, little bastard will probably destroy it in the space of a week. But what a week? Yeah, probably as you're trying to get him in it. Yeah, uh, no, I've I've had get getting a cat to sit in a box is hard. Elementary, it is. Yep. That is cat one hundred and one. That's the first thing you do to keep them busy and out of the stuff that you're actually working on. Give <laughs> them the box. Them. Yep. Give them the box. 
But uh, but yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, I've show for like three years now. You'd figure I'd learn where the buttons are. Yeah. Mm, overrated. <laughs> overrated. I'm still waiting for the one day where we're, all of a sudden we get the return of Carol's Whisper. <laughs> it's right? gone, man. It's gone. Oh. It's gone. I can't. I can't have us getting banned in various parts of the Eastern Bloc anymore. That's I can't fine. risk that. We only make a couple of bucks a month in advertising as it is. We can't, can't be forking over all those rubles. I can't have Mark flushing that with eight seconds of careless whispers. Fine. You know what? I'm never going to dance again. <laughs> Your guilty feet have no rhythm. That's true too. <laughs> be back right after this message from our wonderful sponsors of Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. <laughs> Don't see that on 3CP2. No. Right. Next ne- next time I'm home in Chicago, I got to try to make a trip down to Kokomo. That, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, I, and I, I like, I like Jamaica. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah ooh, I want to take you. I like them on Twitter so much, and they do look, it looks like they have such a great selection. So I need to make my way out there. It, it's a, it truly is a magical place if you haven't been before, especially if you haven't been to the, the newer bill. I still call it the new building. They've been there for like eight years now, but. <laughs> um it's it's a lot of toy store if you haven't been there it's new to you yeah right but moon uh, ranker figures still available <laughs> molting away <laughs> so anyways uh on to tonight's main event um before we get there nomads wandering wants to know uh, are my comments invisible do i exist only in limbo <laughs> yes Yes, yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> My comments in this. We're all in limbo. Yeah. This is the Matrix. Anyways, uh, it, today happens to be uh, an important anniversary in the history of G.I. Joe. That's right. 40 years ago today. Wow. Oh, my. The Mass Device premiered 40 years ago oh. today. I remember where I was. Um, sitting on the couch watching it yeah, in yeah. front of a TV. Yeah, <laughs> positively agog with my mouth hanging open, going, "They made a cartoon." I I don't remember seeing much of the show because I was too excited about the fact that there was a show. Um, but that is today. That's huge. Uh, and in in the in in the vein, and I swear we didn't plan that in advance. Mm-mm. We don't um, do we don't do that whole planning no, thing. What no, a waste. No no, 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 no. Sometimes things just work out for us, like our anniversary being on Arbor Day, um, and this. <laughs> you know, for the first episode of a show, that's a pretty strong intro. <laughs> Happy Arbor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to what's on Joe Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. All the all the kids huddled around the computer listening to the 
before our bones crumble to dust. They got they got to do something while they're waiting for their tree to sprout. Uh, before our bones crumble to dust, we figure we should uh, go back into the Honcho's playbook. Uh, we ha we haven't asked Mark to dig up his old pitches in a long time. Mm -hmm. It's been really two years since the last time we got your your what was it the twenty thirtieth anniversary yeah pitch that we did and that that I mean again that's going back a while. I think yeah. that was episode one seventy five, so it gives you an idea. This is two seventy seven. Yeah. Um. Um. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at another one of Mark's old pitches. This was for an animated series. Yeah. Called GI Joe Elite, and so Mark, I I will turn it over to you if you've got your 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 uh your stuff to share. Yeah, it's, I've really only got one image, so I'll make you wait for it. But okay, uh, so I, I joined Hasbro in February of 2012 working on Transformers. But that fall, they had I forget what it was called, it was like an idea fair or you know, uh, Santa's workshop or whatever they you could pitch any product. And the, the cool thing was for any line, so it wasn't mm -hmm. just the line you were working on, so I'm because you can pitch your own stuff on your own line, right? So, and the the bit was that we're going to run the, the higher ups are kind of going to come through and you had like a three minute pitch at your table for the whatever it was that you had decided uh, you wanted to sell them on. And there were there were a couple of prizes, but the top prize was like an extra vacation day and lunch with the bosses and your item got greenlit. So it was, Ooh. it was cool. And you were allowed to work on it, I think, during work hours, as long as it didn't take away from your regular time. I spent a lot of time after hours working on it because I really, really wanted to make a dent. Because at the time, uh, I think oh, Rise of Cobra must have just come out. Ah, this was 2000. In 2012, there 12. were, they thought they were going to release Retaliation. Okay, so Retaliation had just got bumped. So, and... And the guy I wasn't the guy who was running Joe at the time. This is not Daryl. Uh, had a sign on his door that had a picture of a Kleenex box, and then it said equals, and then they wrote Kleenex, right? So the idea that the brand name has become so ubiquitous that that's what we refer to, you know, tissues as they are Kleenex, like a Xerox is a copy. So he had that, and then right below it, it had GI Joe equals Ninja. And I'm like, I can't wait for this guy to be off the brand. <laughs> right. I really can't wait for this guy to be off the brand. Because he, yeah. he didn't know, he didn't care. He was just there. So for the record, this is so long ago. We had only been doing the show for three years at that point. Yeah, right. Only wow. three years, grizzled vets. So I was going to do Joe and I, my whole thing, whole thing was pitched around new animation. And I was calling it G.I. Joe Elite. And so my, my idea for the show, uh, elevator pitch style was I wanted to do a James Bond kind of intro, a teaser, a one minute adventure that starts the show. But the idea would be, it would be a mishmash of a current day mission or task or issue that the, that a Joe was facing and it would intermix back to them as a youth showing that what made them exceptional as a kid is what makes them exceptional as a soldier now 
So the idea, the, the basic idea was Scarlet escaping from the Terradrome with the, the secret file she needs. And all of a sudden there's a really thin girder she's got to run down with lasers all around her. And it would flash back to her in gymnastics doing the high, you know, being up on the, on the balance beam. It would be a, a young roadblock putting way too many ingredients into a giant soup cauldron and someone saying, Marvin, that's too much soup. You'll never lift it. And then sure enough, he's friggin' roadblock even as a five-year-old. So he's showing off not just the cook part of him, but the muscle part of him. Right. And so, and it would be, it would be taken, it would be looked at seriously. It wasn't meant to be goofy was meant to be inspirational. So the idea being that if you're a kid, you can identify with these adults because they were kids too. Right. So yeah. it would be a one minute thing, not necessarily tied to that episode, though you might have the snow job intro be in, on the snow job episode, right? Or whatever. Anyway, so that was the idea. And then the twist of, well, not the twist, but it was meant to turn or keep sort of Jajo as an international force a core team of five to seven, but then they would always be going globetrotting, going somewhere where the danger was. And they'd go to England and meet Big Ben, or they'd go to the Swiss Alps, and that's where Snowjob is stationed, or they'd go wherever and meet the Joe that's there. So you would give it some international flavor. You would have new characters every week who wouldn't join the core team, but it would let you expand the core team every week. And Destro was the main villain because he would be instigating conflict on both sides in a country. And G.I. Joe would be there to help quell the conflict that Destro was fueling the flames for because war is good for business. And so in a real sneaky way, I was trying to make G.I. Joe anti-war in one specific way. Because that's why that was the excuse a lot of higher-ups used mm -hmm. for why G.I. Joe wouldn't get more of a push. Oh, it's a war toy. Nobody wants war toys. Or uh, we can't do soldiers. Uh, it's a war thing. No, it's not in a real sneaky way. So uh, I needed free labor because <laughs> I can't draw. And so I printed up the, the center of like a trifold, like science fair thing. That's what we all had to present with and put the story in the middle. But on the sides, I put the actual card art for eight different Joes. And then I leaned on every one of my art buddies from McFarland Toys that I had just left and said, I need you to draw me a Joe, right? Any Joe you want, but I need him drawn as a kid. And I, I gave him enough time. I'm like, I need it in two months. And so I got eight guys to sign off on it. And to make it easy, so I wasn't asking too much, I said, black and white is fine. Doesn't even have to be colored. Don't even need a background. Just give me your baby Joe, basically. And I told him, whatever style you want, right? Realistic, cutesy, uh, Scotty Young, however you want to do it, do it. And all my guys came through for me. It's the only time I ever asked the artist to give me free anything. So if you don't lean on your art friends too much, uh, they will come through for you. And all my guys did. So these were in set with the actual card art of the grown-up Joe to get that idea across of here they are as kids and here's what they'll turn into grown up. So let me share this. Here we go. So here's all of them together. And I can 
I can zoom yeah, you, in. You need to zoom in on that. Oh, wow. So they're all different styles. You know, you'll like some better than others. I'm sure you can identify all of them. Uh, one, of, one of my favorites, though, is, is the one we used on our thumbnail, and that's Renegade's Ripcord. Because I said you could use you could use anybody from the movie, from the TV show, from the toy line, whatever. And uh, this is from Jin Han, who runs Yellow Tracks and Entertainment now. And I just thought it was fantastic. I That's a great uh, that ripcord's awesome, but that kid died. Right? Yeah. Yes, 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 he did. Well, I mean, it's I a ass- great picture, though. It's I a great picture. It's like footnote on the six <laughs> I assume there's a beanbag involved. Somehow, yeah, they're, right? they're, they're made a commercial about that kid. And it's not a happy commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, these are awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm little Wally up? didn't. Stop I'm, I'm proud to own the, the only piece of original Duke art that Diana Davis doesn't have. So oh. pretty excited about that. Uh, but obviously, Duke, uh, Renegades, Ripcord. This is wetsuit. You know, could be a couple different guys, but the, the yeah. blonde hair, I guess, gives it away. Uh, and then the only one I didn't really use was barbecue. Was just I thought it might be distracting because the eyes are a little. <laughs> that kid started that fire. Yes, he clear. loves he loves Let's that fire a little too be much. Very clear here. Yeah. There's gasoline in me. that hose. Yeah. Speak to Traffic. me, my beauty. Yeah. Speak Traffic. to me, fire. I like how it dances. It I think I it... I think I left him out. Uh, it makes it I, look pretty. My buddy Mike Siegenthaler, who does the online skits comic, did a really solid Scarlet. That's a good Scarlet. I thought that was pretty good. And she's right-handed, which I appreciated. Uh, and then down, down at the very bottom, uh, we got Spirit uh, with a nice background and Baby Freedom following him, which oh, I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that's great. And then uh, Jin did another one. And this is this is more Scotty Young kind of, this Lady J. Which I with nerf cool. with nerf tips on her yeah. bow staff. Yeah. That's awesome. Right? And you can, it's made of wood, right? It's just yeah. Which I thought is awesome, and then but but Mike's favorite is the ne'er do well Alabama twelve year old beachhead in is the that... cut off ripped jorts ah, ah, up in ah. up in the tree with a slingshot. It's an interesting oh. take, but hey, he's an airborne ranger. Yeah, he's That's probably amazing. near probably near a church on a Sunday morning too. I would right? imagine Just so. Yeah, pow on the way in. So. I thought that was Storm Shadow taking aim at his uncle at the family picnic. Could be, <laughs> could be. But no, and it was, I was happy that they all picked Joes that were, you know, memorable and noticeable. So it was easy to use them. So I did this big pitch and I was really proud of it. I thought it went really well. And then uh, out came the awards and they, they, you know, there was like, you know, best, the best original concept, uh, best presentation. There's a bunch of things you could win. And I won nothing. Absolutely nothing, and I'll be honest. Most of the most of the stuff that people were presenting was pretty half-assed, right? It felt like it was just something they had to do, or they'd get in trouble if they didn't do it. But I put a ton of work into this, and I really thought it made sense. And I love the name GI Joe Elite, which, by the way, is the name that Bobby Gala and I pushed for six-inch Joes in a pitch that got shot down <laughs> shortly before I left because that would never work. No. Um, but uh, Eric Nyman, who was a uh, high up then and, and eventually became head of Boys Toys uh, at Hathrow, and I didn't know him at all, but I knew he was way up the food chain, pulled me aside. And he had a reputation of being really, really tough. And it was my first ever interaction with him. And I didn't interact with him much. 
He was way outside of my, uh, my depth, but he pulled me aside and said, I want you to know yours was the best presentation by far, but they're not going to green light new animation for Joe anytime soon. Mm. And it, we're still waiting. It hurt, <laughs> but it was true. And to his credit, and a lot of people, you know, were, uh, I think, afraid of Eric because he was very direct, very forceful. But he pulled a new uh, kid, a new hire, at least, aside to make sure I wasn't too crestfallen about being pretty much universally ignored. So oh, I appreciate it, Andrew. So I think it's a great idea, man. I, I, I love it. I think it would have worked really well. I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have looked like this truly. Right. No, but, but the idea of not, mm -hmm. it was the basic idea of, of part of why I fell in love with Joe, especially with the comic was let's not dumb it down. Right. right. Let's not pander to kids. And that was something I was really good at on transformers was finding stuff that kids would engage with that collectors would still enjoy. And I thought this hit all oh, so many of the right buttons, but because right. again, the, those the young Joes, so to speak, that's forty five seconds to a minute, and then you don't see them again. Like they're right. not, yeah. they're just yeah, they're cold open flashback. Yeah, yeah. takes you out the, of the story for a second, and then you're back to the action. If this anyone is, remembers the excellent, excellent uh, mid late eighties CBS Superman uh, animated show. Yes, um, they did that, and they pulled from the uh, Adventures yeah, of Smallville like, stuff that Jet Byrne did. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, like Bob Kent's photo album. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's and it was great, and it really set the tone for for like the episode. I think that's a wonderful idea. I appreciate it. it this to be clear, this isn't from Mask, right? Where Scott and T Bob are winning the day on accident, right? Or in, <laughs> Inspector Gadget, where the dog and the kid are solving the crimes, but. Well, it, it, the, the one thing I, I would want to pull from Mask, which I think never gets enough credit, is every episode there'd be an issue. They'd go to the computer and the computer would select the agents that were best suited for the mission. And mm -hmm. it wasn't always the same guys. So if you had a favorite, it was literally they were spinning the roulette wheel and you were well. like, come on, pulverizer. And, and that's and that speaks to one of the, I think, overlooked things that we all I speak for all of us that we loved about Jiju's they all had their specialties and it was very specific and so when you have the the children showing them her archery or his quest to burn the house down um you <laughs> there it gave them so much personality and identity that you know that when when the when the brand gets closer to everyone's an awesome soldier and we all do the same thing I'm less interested like I want to know that they have to call on this guy Right. You know they have they have to call on torpedo to protect uh, the gold mint. Yeah, and I that was one of the one of the few things I never I never liked about the, the sunbow engraving. Yeah, one, that's the, it, that's it. one of the few things that always bothered me about the sunbow cartoon was when they're like, "Holy smokes, there's trouble in Iowa! Let's all fly our sky strikers there!" Right, yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. Or they all drive the havoc there, which is even better. Yeah, like yeah. come on now. Yeah. Nothing like nothing beats flying a Skyhawk to Easter Island, right? Who are you? I'm Ace. What do you do? Well, I fly a jet. Doesn't, Doesn't everybody? everybody fly? Mm -hmm. Hell, mm -hmm. Destro flies a flies a Sky Striker, right? Yeah, Ace awesome. flies better than everybody, right? Yeah. No, I get shot yeah. down all the time. Yeah. yeah, Ace and Wild Weasel are just chilling. They're yeah. just watching everyone else crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's your but it's, it's, how's your job? Mine sucks. 
Yeah, it's true. It's point. true, though. It's true, though. I think that really speaks to, uh, I think, a major, major attraction for this this brand for a lot of us. I just love right. the I love the idea of the core five who are probably the same five everybody's thinking of going, you know, there's trouble in Tasmania. Who's there? Oh, it's, you know, cross country, outback. Yeah. Crankcase, ice cream soldier, Captain Tiger Force Yep. Yep. So that was it. That was the pitch. It got completely uh, passed over. Uh, but one of the tougher higher ups at Hasbro uh, pulled me aside and and, uh, and kept me from getting too bitter too quick. That would come later. <laughs> right. Well, it's a tip of the cap. That's cool. I dug yeah. it. I wish thank you for thanks for sharing that. That's there you go. I wish something would have come from it, but and, and and mind you, just just for everybody watching at home who who maybe missed when you when you said it earlier, this is different than the GI Joe Elite pitch that you tossed out later. Yeah, which was for action figures in the the one twelfth scale. Yeah, I just I, I thought that name was great. I, I like I thought Elite was really really cool and, and a nice way to tie in. The idea of value with and and you know specialists. But. Uh, are these like copywritten uh, images? Because couldn't I could see a what's on Joe Mine T-shirt with that psychopathic uh, barbecue, right? I don't, <laughs> the cause I'm, of the cause of and solution to all of yeah. life's fires. You know what? I I'm still in contact <laughs> with I think every one of these guys. So I don't think it was expressly issue. Uh, written out who controlled the imagery or the ip of it uh but throw i mean little, throw a little color on that bad boy dude there's oh, yeah. no there's no logos on any of them they could be anybody right baby ripcord born 2012 died yep. 2012 yep, yeah that's it for sale child parachute used once there you go <laughs> oh <laughs> But that's what we got. Uh, um, uh, Mark, we'll we'll leave it up to you how much you want to share these images if you want to keep them close to the vest or whatever. Um, we we won't necessarily go throwing them all on merch right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly <laughs> hadn't thought about it, but if there's if we want to do something, I can reach out to these guys. It was boy, I, I can't remember all their names, uh, but it was Andy Arias, Jin Han, John Goff, Joe Firstel, who went on to work on Joe at Super Seven. Uh, Mike Siegenthaler and Jason Gonzo Gonzalez uh, were some of the guys who who helped me with this. So again, to you guys, thanks a lot. It certainly made my my stuff stand out at the idea fair. Plus, it was the best damn idea. But you know, sometimes it's hard to roll that rock uphill. Right, right. Draws so, Walker, you you have a good point about Blowtorch being the other fire lover. Now I want like a like a, a kid's adventure of those two are best friends and one just keeps starting them and one keeps putting them out. Right. <laughs> Funny thing is, if you read Blowtorch's file card, he's the one putting them out. But um, He's the real fire safety net. Uh, Mark, Mark, someday we will have to have you go into the, the pitch that you put together for Six Inch Joes. Well, that was a good day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you promise not to can it. 30 seconds in because I've done that <laughs> dance. No, no, no. Of course not. Uh, but uh, depending, on, like, depending on what you've got, 
uh, we we maybe will will I mean we're we're certainly going to get to that, but like we'll yeah. talk about format and things like that. I, later, I, I were uh, I proposed an idea to uh, to make some custom Funkos to my job that has the ability to do custom Funkos, and it was really largely it was about three years ago, and it was largely overlooked. And I was walking through a Barnes and Noble, and what are they selling? The exact, the exact style of random custom Funko that I said we should really do these three characters together because they're going to be really popular. Yeah, and they're they're sitting there on the shelf. So I, I made sure my boss was aware that that was my proposal three years ago. <laughs> now, in fairness, your big idea was Superman, Batman, and Robin. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Nobody, nobody had thought nobody, of that. No, no, no. But no, but here's the twist though. It actually went Robin, Superman, and Batman. Because normally people put Batman and Robin next to each other. Right. I led with Robin, then I had Superman in the middle, and then I had Batman on the side. And it was like oh. so Superman's coming between Batman and Robin. Well, you know, he's he's just kind of a moderating force. He's like that cool uncle that hangs out. Yeah, or right. he's a or he's a stone cold dick, I'll be honest with you. Oh, well, there's that whole website. Just saying. I, I will. I will super not dick, take super dickery. I will not take Superman criticisms from somebody who loves Cyclops. That I mean, I guess if, Cy if Cyclops had a whole bunch more powers, he'd be so much more compelling. <laughs> I don't know because he's got one and he's not compelling at all. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Cyclops is. I'm here to defend. I love both of them, but Cyclops yeah. is great. Cyclops is that is the the pent up. Uh, son that can't live up to his dad's expectations. Mm -hmm. Cyclops is awesome. Yeah, Cyclops see. is Nightwing. See. Is Nightwing, but he was never able to graduate. What if there were a couple different Cyclopses from different worlds who put them together? Oh, be, oh, be awesome! Like kid Cyclops, totally. Like Cyclops Gwen, be like. I, I hate to tell you that, but Marvel's done it. Venom what if? Cyclops yeah. What so if they so all? What, what if they all lived on an island and traveled by tree? Yes. All right. Stupid. Was was that was that everybody else flaking out or was it me? I I blacked out too. Okay. We started talking about Cyclops and you and you glazed. No, no, them. like the internet actually died when you start guys started talking about it's Cyclops. It's Thursday morning at four o'clock. We've been right. on for three days. <laughs> this is what happens when you get two Cyclops fans together. Right. They try to keep us apart. Tor Torpedo Mike has the one point I always have to concede. He did all right with the ladies. He got did. that right. Scoreboard Cyclops on that oh, one. I don't like Cyclops. That's fine. Jean Grey and the White Friggin' Queen do. Good old love them and leave them Cyclops. I, get, I don't think it's keeping Cyclops up at night. Plus, with Goblin Queen in the middle. Holy smokes. Are we forgetting about Lee Forster? The boat captain from Alaska? Oh, the, the, the blonde. Or, right? or the, yeah, the pilot. The pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Cyclops, no, get around. Battle of was the pilot. Lee he Forster fought, was the boat he captain. Fought oh, yeah, she was the boat captain. Right, right, he right. He fought yeah. despair for her. I know what I'm talking about. I was about yeah. to say, you're, don't, 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 don't cross rack time Rob on comic book trivia. <laughs> it's DC and Marvel going back to the 40s. He's got you beat. <laughs> he's, he's scary. So, anyways, uh, we're about at that time uh, to, to get into what we got in. And, uh, Joe, you're our yeah. guest. Sure. How'd you get in? What what what, um, what have you been I picking did, up lately? I picked up the uh, the Valkyrie three pack. That's out of reach right now, so that arrived last week. But uh, I also in the Hasbro world, I got my in. I got a couple of Indiana Jones stuff in. I showed the. Uh, uh, where we go? Right, the Belloc. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. I got the Belloc and uh, and Brody, and I got Indy. This Indy is fabulous. 
with the Nazi monkey and all that stuff. Um, I, I think he's awesome. That's the one um, that's gonna yeah. shoot a guy with a sword. Right? That's the one that's got influenza that day. Yeah. Bad dates. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dates. He, like the rest of the crew, with dysentery. Yeah. This use this indie. This is your world without an indie, you know? Um, no, yeah, I got those in, so I'm I'm happy about that. I like I like that indie line. I you know, I don't think it'll be around much longer, but I do like it. Yeah, it, it, Indiana Jones is is great. I, I love it as a property, but it's kind of like Ghostbusters, right? There's just yeah. limited, yep. yep, limited things you can do with it from from a toy line before you're just rehashing all the same. Yeah, there's stuff. only so many Harrisons. Yeah, and I, I don't like. The, I don't know if they were ever going to plan to get to Mola and all that stuff because that could be a little controversial these days. But um, you know, I love a Mola Rom, a Kate Capshaw. And they've 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 disavowed all knowledge of Mutt Williams' King of the Monkeys. So hey, <laughs> yeah, he should come with the monkey on his shoulder. <laughs> Just come come with a bunch of monkeys. Yeah. Well, on listen, him. if they put out a Mutt Williams from Dial of Destiny, fans would scoop it up. Look, I, dead, I Viet, dead Vietnam Mutt Williams. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> I know a lot of people like to to criticize Dial of Destiny because of the, I loved it because of the the refrigerator atomic bomb scene and whatever I'm willing to to let some of that go because skull. that was that's crystal right, skull. sorry crystal skull because that's that's just a moment that's an Indiana Jones moment so I, I'm okay with it right but it's when when Mutt Williams starts swinging around with all the monkeys in the jungle that's kind of where the wheels come off that movie yeah that one's rough I'll say this about the refrigerator thing. It's the impact that bothers me about that scene. It's not the. It's not that he would survive a nuclear blast. It's that he would just be a bloody pulp. Right. That's the right. part. That's the part of that that bothers me. Like, I hear a lot of people talk like, "How can he survive it?" No, yeah, it's lead lining. That's fun. That's a fun idea. But they threw him. Meat. Yeah, he gets thrown a country mile. Yeah, you know, it, like it's the landing that's the problem. Yeah, man. that is the problem. Even in temple when he jumps out of the plane you know he's got the you see the 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 uh the boat kind of parachute a little down and then he lands in snow and you're like oh okay he could survive that but like that refer he would just right. be a broken mess like of goo again it, it's a pulp movie right it's there's a there should be that right tension of disbelief <laughs> but uh right yeah. you, you but it's it to a point yeah what you do and what you do to solve that is you have him survive it and then you send people in and they see a whole devastation and the refrigerator opens up and outfalls a totally safe, secure from the radiation Indiana Jones because the lead. You don't throw him a mile in the in, in a lead line yeah. refrigerator for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's like you know, and I and I, I was say it's yeah. like when the Hulk throws a tank, which is always one of my favorite Hulk scenes when the yeah. tank gets small so fast. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Indy. That's Indy. Just disappearing right. into the sky. Yeah, it's it's the it's the moment when uh uh I forget which it, it was the uh diehard that was in Washington D.C. when John McClane jumped on the back of the Harrier jet and held on. That was Die nope. Hard Nine, Die Harderist. Yeah, it was like you know there there were stuff leading up to it that you were like, huh? but when John McClane is literally holding on to the back of a moving jet plane, you know fighter jet, you're like, come on. Yeah. That's not John McClane. That's not John McClane. What else you got, Joe Slepsky? Oh, um, I mean, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll t I talked about this on my show. I will talk about this on this show, and maybe you guys are already in the know. I found the coolest app 
going around right now. The GI Joe, my GI Joe app. Do you guys know about this? No. It's. I think it's relatively new in the app store. It is literally an app that I was talking to my friends about saying, I wish there was an app that did this. And that was about four months ago. And then in the, in the three months from now, I've kind of thought about maybe I just end up building my own just to whatever as a side gig to figure out what how to build an app. I talked to a couple of people and uh, my friend found it on Google. I couldn't find it in the app store. It's on the app store, but I couldn't find it in the app store. It is called like my GI Joe, like my GI Joe's. And it does what I needed it to do for a GI Joe app collector thing, which is gives you every single accessory. So it doesn't just say, do you have accessories? Yes or no. It says, here's the five accessories that it came with. Which ones do you have? Um, damaged, broken thumbs. Like there's, it's a relative. I think he's, I emailed the guy to say like, this is great. What, what else are you planning? So I think it's relatively new, but um, you could get into the detail of like, Broken thumbs, broken arm pieces, because G.I. Joe is so H. modular. H. Right, because each individual figure is so modular. You know, you can't just say, oh, I have a mint or near mint one. You want to get specific and be like, right. I need a I need a left leg, you know, or whatever. Um, and I think that's where he's going with this. But for now, it's it's still pretty nascent, but it does the job much better than any other toy collector app that I've found. Like it, way much better. And like he still he he wrote me back, he said, I think. His name is like Herbert or something. I think he's in uh, in Europe somewhere. Uh, but so like it's right now. There's there's no way to say like on card. He calls carded. He's referring to how they originally were released carded mm -hmm. instead of like I have him on card. So he said he's going to work on getting that into the app. So I do think it's pretty new. But it is dedicated to Joe and it only goes through 1994. Um, but. Uh, I'm on board, man. And so it just charges four bucks one time buy and it's yours. So I say we all get behind it and, you know, we'll get, we'll get a bunch of people and get some great new images and updated. When you see it, you'll know what I'm saying, where there's real possibility for this. Um, you we'll know, take a look. I got, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you talk about link to the app website. It's literally called like my GI Joe's in the, um, in the, uh, uh, you got Google app store and, 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 and um, and iOS app store. Okay. But yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. And it really helped me because I've gone through a couple iterations of things and I always end up at shows not being D happy does it with, have the the of, with the amount of information I have. Does it have the ability to keep track of say several dozen of the same figure? No. Okay. So Jim Smith says it's a couple of years old and it's incomplete. It is incomplete. Uh, but I'm hoping he can fix it. Like it's the best one that I've seen so far for this stuff. There. Thank you, so, Jim. Just yeah, I don't can see Jim Smith. Yeah, I don't know anyone that was using it. So yeah, give it a look if you got four bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's four bucks, and you know maybe we get him a couple of bucks, and he he can afford to you know spend some time and upgrade it, or right. shoot him emails and have him do it. Because I was literally asking around for app developer friends because I just wanted to. I literally want one for my own edification, so that when I'm at the shows, I don't have to try to remember anything. Right. Because I can't. It's done. I, I generally keep a, a tiny list. If you watched the special edition uh, mailbag that we did, um, it gives you my, my tips on hunting stuff down. It's really mm -hmm. just, I'm looking for five or six things. And that if it's not on the list that day, I'm just yeah. going to pick it up. See, with comics, I, I do the, the wide net version of 
I carry it because it's, you know, it's easy to carry a want list with you, right? So, but, but my want list is very thick. It's, you know, 20, 20 pages, small type, double columned. Like it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a Bible. People have always laughed at me. But the reason for that is when I go to shows, I'm open to a bunch of stuff and I look for bargains. So occasionally I'll have, like, I specifically want to get this first appearance of somebody, but for the most part, I'll go and I'll see that, oh man, this table has, uh, they have a bunch of cheaper Star Wars stuff. So then I'll know to grab those versus I'm just hunting for Star Wars. Cause I, I figure like that castle white or net. So I'd use that same mentality when I, if I'm toy shopping, cause you know, I just go and see, well, what do they got? Oh, this guy happens to have a bunch of tiger for tiger force. What stuff, you know, well, I need to, what do I need for that? Or what do I need for this? Instead of being so specific about my wants, I just kind of, I kind of want to have everything at the access. So, yeah. All right. Rack time, Rob. Start that party. Oh yeah. Let's get you. Let's get you in the big window. Psych. You know. You know. There's always some finagling yeah. with the big window. But look, I got me some trouble bubbles. Awesome. Jeez. And just today, just today, my snow serpents have come wow, in. Look at you. That's uh, awesome. Didn't even get a chance to open them yet. Rack time. Rob's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I always seem to get my stuff before he does. <laughs> yeah, like a, a lot of times I'll even order them first. <laughs> and, uh, whatever. Whatever. That, what else you got, Rob? Uh, that was it. Uh, you got nothing. You got nothing. Yeah, right. Sure. Okay. That's enough. Jesus. That's yeah. That's a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, and I think the uh, uh, I, I, you know, I just got, I just saw my card cleared for snow jobs. He's on his way. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one too. That email came. It's a big month for Joe, gotta, man. Yeah, yeah I got to get a hold of, got to get a hold of God. So that means he's got a snow job coming. Oh, that's right. Mark Weber, tell God so you're sending him a snow job and send him a barbecue instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a cover girl. Or open them up and change them out. Good gag gift. <laughs> uh, mine was simple. I haven't done much eBay uh, purchasing at all lately because I knew all this Joe stuff was coming. Uh, and I was already dangerously close to crossing over what I like to call the household shopping fund. Uh <laughs> <laughs> which is always there, but always dangerous to trespasses. Uh, Every time I get one of those pre-order emails, my brain goes, oh man, did I pay for this six months ago or am I going to get screwed yeah. this week? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I haven't been doing much, but I found this guy and I didn't do, uh, I had never been to a Joe convention until I was on the brand and the funds just weren't there to swim in the uh, G.I. Joe Collector Club pool. I just decided that I can't, I can't, it was like the sideshow stuff, right? Sideshow collectible 12 inch shows were gorgeous. But when I saw the price on them, I'm like, yeah, I can't do any of that unless right. they do Steeler or Interrogator. I'm totally out on sideshow Joe's. Same thing with, uh, with the Joe Club. So I had never even seen this issue of the comic. Mm, oh, wow. that they put out right and i'm i'm interrogator fan number one so that good a look at cobra fett i'm in so and i opened it up i just got you know, got through the first like four pages i i had never even read it so i'm down and there aren't there is not a lot of interrogator stuff out there if you happen to be in you know 
a, the biggest fan of a D-level Cobra, uh, you got to grab what you can. So I was pretty happy to find that on uh, eBay for 10 bucks. So money well spent. There you go. That's it. That's all I got. But quick question from, from Hans Chow. Um, quick question for the chat. Is the Vamp going to have a removable engine cover? And are we going to see a Vamp Mark II and a Stinger? I would say, number one, I would be surprised if it didn't have an opening hood, if not removable. And two, if the first one sells well, you bet they're going to do a Vamp Two and a Stinger. Yep. I, I, I'd call call that. Those are hunches. Those aren't based on anything, but we've all been around that block enough to, to make those guesses, I'm sure. And we were strongly behind the idea that a vamp could have been the the what, what was the next HasLab when we talked right. about it because of that multiple use right prospect for it, and they did right. they did us more than one better, yeah, giving us that dragonfly. Yeah, our 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 guesses a lot of them involved the vamp and maybe two vamps with different modular weapon systems and things. So mm-hmm. I I would think if they're if they're developing a vamp, they're developing things to do with the vamp once the vamp is done. Yeah. Did I miss something? Was there news that they're working on a vamp? Like yeah. confirmed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they announced that at San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for, very cool. That was for a reveal reg- and... for regular retail too. So oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. In San Diego. Which from what I understand is means uh, whales. That is German for whale's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> German. I don't think that's right. No, so anyways, it uh, for me, is. for me, I got I got a couple of these, but they they came after Rob, so I haven't had a chance to open these yet. <laughs> like almost a week. <laughs> yeah, they must have it, sent them alphabetically. It was a good four or five days, um, <laughs> and uh, and and of course, Bullshit. <laughs>
was way longer than Careless Whisper. <laughs> that is uh, March from Carmen is public domain. <laughs> and and for the record, I did zero work on that. It just happened to line up with the like if I dropped the picture into the film editor. It was at just the right time so that all the beats lined up. I did none of that. It was just oh oh perfect tempo. Anyways, uh, here here's here's golden number one hundred. He is he's pretty wonderful. Congratulations. He, like, he is like right off the card. And then racing him for the honor was number one hundred one. Um, he's not quite as good, but he's pretty close. And uh, his like the strap. I had to repair the strap on the ammo thing. For him so uh, that's 101 and they are they are there we are in triple digits on our march to a million <laughs> march to all of them the million beachhead march <laughs> the beachhead march on washington <laughs> uh, i mean i i took everybody through the that was the memory lane of of photos that i have put on on Instagram with uh with the the collection as it's accumulated. Um it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I got I gotta say Calabunga Beachhead is still my favorite dude. Like come on. <laughs> Spuds McBeachhead. Oh Viper Scout uh, says I'm single handedly raising the price. Uh nah, not really. At some point though. I, I do yeah. like, at some point well in the future, sure. If I got like five thousand of them. But I mean, um they made a bunch, obviously, because he made was a bunch. The height of the line and a very popular character, but he has a very brittle part, right? So the complete ones. It, it, look, man, yeah. here, here's what I'll say. Um, pe people talk about the waste piece. And yeah, that's a little difficult, but it is not nearly as difficult as this thing is, being, of course, yeah. the, the ammo pack. That is the piece, right? If you've got a, you find a piece that has one that has the ammo pack and two, the ammo pack is not broken. That is a lot more rare than one with a, a waste piece. The waste piece is overstated because haha, funny crotch, but right. you know, but the, the, the ammo pack is the piece on that one. Is that because the ammo pack kind of fits on the backpack slung under, but there's some stress on it. I think, I think it's more when folks kind of put it around the body and left it there. Plus, it's that softer plastic, so if it's been sitting in the attic and stuff, there's some of them that I have that are almost tacky to the touch. Mm. And I, you know, you, you try to wash them off, but it's just the plastic breaking down. Um, How many of the hundred have broken crotches? Because I know there are some, but not a lot. Some of them do. Of course, the the squad. Uh, but that's very few. I think I think there's only three other ones. Bachelors. Yeah, the the uh, the team of of problematic bachelors called the squad. Uh, but outside of that, like maybe three other ones, I'd have to look. But it's 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 less than ten, right? You know, because you don't admirable. You have you have said that you have an unnamed price point depending on the the condition and the the amount of accessories involved. But you don't actively seek out broken crotch beachheads, right? Uh, not necessarily, no. Uh, there's one that I bought that actually had a, it was a busted waist piece and it had half an arm. Uh, but he had all of his stuff. <laughs> so like if he had the backpack, the ammo pack with, in complete and intact and the gun, 
and he was less than ten dollars. So I was gonna buy that guy because he's oh yeah. Even if, even if I just throw him in a pile on the other side of the room, all that stuff is worth more than right. ten bucks. Did so, you use Did you use that guy to improve other beachheads? No, he's got all of his stuff. He's all in there up on he's, one he's, arm and yeah, he's got the, got he's he's uh that's lefty. Yeah, lefty. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I I don't remember if it's his left arm that's the stumpy one or not, uh, but it's a clean break. Like it's it's got half an elbow. Okay, but you and still call him Lefty. You're just not sure if it's just, an ironic yeah. nickname or not. He's Lefty yeah. because he's got a left yeah. hand, or he's Lefty right. because it's ironic. And I mm-hmm. I don't remember which. Honestly, yep. the other beachheads would probably call him Lefty if the left arm was gone. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah, they're kind of that way. Right. So, uh, but uh, I also with uh, included in one of those purchases was was of all thing of all the unusual sidekicks, um, a Taurus oh, redhead, which I figured Mark would be all in favor of because he's he's the redhead out of out of the three Marauder or the Sla- Slaughter's uh, uh, Renegades or whatever. Which what group are these guys again? Renegades. 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 Yeah. Out of the three Renegades, he's like the one that I thought was cool. And it's not, he's got the worst figure of the three. Like yeah. It, He's he's kind of dopey looking, but but that but that beard that like goes like mm-hmm. one, yeah. two, Mercer sucks. Three, Red Dog has a has an anger problem, uh, and four and he's a kicker. Yeah, right. And and this but this <laughs> this dude's a gymnast from Istanbul. He's right. That guy's right. that guy's all kinds of fun at parties. Dude. Taurus is the best. Wait till you put him and barbecue must get together at parties and just go wait, right nuts. Wait till you put classified Baroness's hair on him. He's right. amazing. Get the windswept one so that it's getting all that wind action going. Yeah, because he's on the flying trapeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna look like but, a uh, it, it's it's fun to me when um when when I, I'm looking when I the rare occasion I get to go to shows and I look for these figures. Um and because I, I have a line, right? Like I don't just go out and buy them. Mm-hmm. Even if they're perfect, I'm not spending out. I, I, I have a, a very specific line that I never cross. Mm-hmm. I have not crossed once with 101 of these things in, in hand. Not um, adjusted for inflation over no, the years? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, I've, I've piled them up in the space of three years. So <laughs> inflation's not... Like I had two when this when this journey started. So it, it, is is it, that is that line like uh, back alley favors? Ooh. What now? Oh no. yeah, you heard me. No, no. Not <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say that I have never crossed that. Line. That's right. That's there right. Have been a, there have been a few. There's been a couple that were were gifts from fans. There were a couple others that were uh, some sweetheart deals from other fans. Um, but but never like I, I've never just ripped somebody off. No. Uh, but anyways, going back to the initial story, like the last time I was at a show was was one over in Ohio, and um, somebody had it was a nice beachhead figure. It had his file card, and they wanted seventy five bucks for it. And um, I was like, "Well, no, no, that's a uh, that's nice to look at, but I'm I'm certainly not spending seventy five dollars for it." And uh, and the guy stood there for a solid five minutes trying to convince me that that's what they go for. And I, I said to him flat out, it's like, I'm happy that you find people willing to pay that for what is a, for a figure that is worth on its best day, half that much. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. So I, I, I wanted to say, look, man, I, 
I'm not going to tell you how to run your business, but this is the one place where I'm an expert. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you're talking about the, the wrong guy. There's yeah. nobody better at buying this guy mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. So anyways, it's not, uh, that's not me flexing on it, but it was, it was a frustrating afternoon. And I just, like, I just tried to put it down and walk away and he, he wouldn't let me just walk away. It was really aggravating. So I went into the other room and I got one for less than half the price and I didn't go back and wave it in front of him. And I really wanted to, and I mm-hmm. feel like I accomplished something by not yeah. doing that. As a boy, proud of you, Mike. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's my story from the Ohio Toy and Comics. You're, you're Julia Robertson, pretty woman. Big <laughs> mistake. Huge. Huge. <laughs> so yeah, I put together a two minute uh, a two minute long video for it. So yeah, I'm I have problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Beachhead ain't one of them. No, no, no. he ain't even a hun- he ain't even a hundred and one of them. Yeah, you got 99 beachheads and no problem. I got 101 beachheads. Woo! And it broke the song. So let's real quick roll into shout outs. Uh, Joe Slepsky. Yeah. Who we shout out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Uh, Somebody. You, what, what about, shout out for the missus. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to sh- always shout out to Toilet Teals. She's out there fighting the good fight. Uh, she's having some, she's had, was well, true. It's true. Toilet Teals, uh, uh, she's uh, got a touch, I, of the bre- a touch of the breast cancer and she's doing great. I'm not she's laughing at that. I, you just, no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. You understand that I, I continue <laughs> to be amazed that you, you not only one, call your wife Toilet Teal, but two, she has chosen that as her nickname yes. and My encourages you to do this. She's the funniest woman you're ever going to meet. No I, offense to any any other funny ladies on here, uh, but she's great. And uh, yeah, no, so she's fighting a good fight. We got, uh, we've had all so far, we've had really good stuff. It started out the start of the summer and uh, it's going to be going through November. Uh, we've had really good results so far. So we think, uh, we think we'll be in good shape. So, um, you know. But uh, I'll say this, everybody, get tested early and often, whether you're a lady out there or a guy out there, get tested on, you know, on tops and bottoms, right? Because you never know. We caught it really, really early. And so, yeah, so she's my shout out. She's my ride or die. Ride and live. Right. There, there's one type of medicine <laughs> careful, that. Careful is... with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jeez. Oh, she'd one... laugh at No, no, no. She, that's the thing, Mark. She okay, would laugh yeah. at that. Okay. Yeah, she would there, laugh There's at one that. type of medicine that is always better than the others, and that is preventative. Yes. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, but our 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 best certainly go to oh, of course to uh, Mrs. Slepsky, whose name Thank I you. I don't know how what she what her stance <laughs> is on letting people know that, and I Rebecca. I can't I can't I can't just call her toilet teal. I can't do Rebecca, it, Rebecca Slepsky. <laughs> I can't do it, Joe. If she like it, I, it would be easier if she were here. <laughs> like if you were actually on the show, it would, whatever. I'd call her. I I would probably, yeah. I, I'm not hung up. I don't. I don't. I don't put people on pedestals like that. But just toilet deal. Come on now. She picked that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who else we shout out to, Joe? You've exhausted me. Oh, um, you know, just uh, <laughs> just all you Joe fans out there. I love it. Anyone who listens to my show, I re- I just appreciate you guys so much. I've been hearing from a lot of people, you know, just with just with comments and like, hey, I've been doing Transformers lately, so I've been getting a lot of emails about, 
you know, cause I'm not a transformer, you know, stand. So a lot of like corrections on that stuff. And, uh, and it's great. I love it. So, and, and for the folks who just tuned in Joe, what's that show again? Oh, it is Joe on Joe. I am the titular Joe from Joe on Joe. That? Which Joe are you? The first Joe? The I'm, the first Joe. I'm the first okay. Joe. Right. I'm the first Joe. I'm the first Joe. Yeah, I'm the first Joe. But I talk about G.I. Joe. <laughs> and where can we find the Joe on Joe podcast? You can find it pretty much. Uh, it is on like every every podcast app you can find. You go to uh, it's joeonjoe.com. Uh, you find me on social at joeonjoepod. Um, so it's out there. Except for Stitcher. Did you see Stitcher shut down? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, yeah. I guess they were bought up by a Sirius or something. And so they're going to re. I... re something i think so i think that's yeah. that's what it, and, and yeah they're folding the uh the podcast stuff into serious I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought they changed their name to x and went belly up <laughs> yeah that's Waiting that's right around the corner it's right around the corner but yeah so yeah so reach out find me say hello if you like my brand of stupid this is pretty much what i bring uh with <laughs> with right. less dick with less dick jokes on my show i don't swear on my show that, i come to your show to drop all the foul humor right that that's not helping you win these fans so, no it's really not no you need to you, it's need, really you need to be like i when when i'm on my own i go with 20 percent more dick jokes yes no i get a lot of i get a lot of uh actually what's really cool is i've gotten a lot of parents say that they listen to it with their kids you know, oh, and um, and be, yeah, because well, because I go over like the cartoons, and and the comic books, right? So I I, I don't really get into the the action figures a lot. So, uh, and that stuff, you know, for them. So as their kids are growing up, they're watching those episodes with them, and so they'll put on my podcast. So it's a watch along. So they'll put on the podcast with it, you know, or they'll read the comic book with their kid. Um, so that's really cool, and that's um. So I'm like, yeah, so I'm happy, you know, I'm glad because I am a filthy mouthed person. But I'm. Um, I like to keep it clean for my show because the kids are out. They got got to teach them kids about GI Joe. You're from somebody. Chicago. Somebody has to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have a cool swear jar like we do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Rack time, Rob. Who we shouting out? Shout out to the studio audience. Thank you for tuning in for this for this episode. That's that's just going going long. I know we're going we're going very long, but I can't complain about it this week because I did a two minute long beachhead intro. Yeah. So it's it's anyways. Who else we got, Rob? Uh, uh nobody else. Good. I, I gotta get to bed. Not <laughs> show Mark Weber. I mean, not not to not to bring it down, right? But uh, you know, I think everybody, uh, especially New Yorkers in the chat, uh, are remembering nine eleven uh, yesterday. And so call out uh, first responders. And it's funny because it seems like every year there's less remembrance of it, which I think is is kind of rough because it wasn't, I mean, I know I'm old, but it wasn't that long ago. So right. shout out to, to anybody who lost anybody uh, yeah. and the people who were touched by that tragedy. But to the first responders who helped then and the ones who are helping now, um, if nothing else, uh, one positive that came out of that massive tragedy was a real groundswell of uh, appreciation for our first responders. So. Yeah. If I can tag onto that, Mark, uh, mm -hmm. I, I learned on Twitter like yesterday or two days ago, yeah, it would have been yesterday, from uh, Chris Gage, the uh, the writer, comic book writer, who's tremendously talented. He, of mm -hmm. course, we know him from the Cobra series. Um, he shared that, and I never knew this, Herb Trimpey went down and worked with the Red Cross at ground zero. So like the week after, you know, during the whole cleanup process and he had a picture of it, like Herb Trimpey, artist extraordinaire of GI Joe 
was down at ground zero helping out. So salute to him and, you know, rest in peace and all this. So no, another reason to admire the men. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Mm -hmm. He was a chaplain, wasn't he? In a... Oh, was he? I think. Yeah. Uh, every time I hear a new story about Herb Trimpey, he just continues to, to take a step up. Mm -hmm. So yep. it, it, he's just a, a guy who, who didn't do it for the publicity. So that's why these stories tend to stagger out one mm -hmm. at a time and here and there as you talk to the, the older heads from the comic book business. But yeah, no, great quality guy there. Yep. Uh, only it got to meet him once he, when he, he came to Joe Con in Indianapolis. Um, and he just, just absolutely the nicest dude full stop. So, uh, who else we got, Mark? That's it. That's plenty. That's it. You're not, uh, you're not shouting out the, the lovely Mrs. Weber. No. All right. <laughs> does she have any, does she have any toilet based nicknames? We don't know about <laughs> The lovely Mrs. Weber will do just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I will reiterate Rob's shout out to the, the studio audience. Uh, if you're catching us on replay, uh, we love you too. Uh, thank you for that. If you're catching us on Facebook tonight, uh, be sure to give us a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Do something to keep all those algorithms going. Uh, if you're catching us on YouTube, uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, about 30% of you who watch every week are not subscribed, and I just don't understand that. <laughs> Google already knows you're here. They're going to keep recommending our videos, so you might as well just help us out with a little click of the button. They don't like the pressure of a commitment. Right, right. I, I don't I don't know. Like, Google already knows. They're already crafting all of your ads. They know uh, everything. <laughs> look, you know, pe people have, I think, the wrong idea about um, – directed ad content because you know I, I when i there was one time where i blocked all that and i just started getting whatever ads they were sending through and it was almost entirely political ads and it was almost entirely political ads for candidates i didn't want to see ads for yeah i turned yeah. it right back on and said you know what let's watch some toy ads yeah <laughs> you know so, what mike so right as someone who works in that industry and literally works in you know targeted marketing things like that it it costs us more money to reach you. Therefore, our product will be more money when you buy it. You right. know what I mean? If it's easier for us to reach you, you're going to see more things that you like. And we're not going to be have to charge you as much to get you in the door. Right. So, just, yeah, I, I don't understand the backlash on it either. You know what? They they can all know that I collect G.I. Joe toys. They, they, mm -hmm. they just can all know it. That's about all I do online anyway. Yep. Um, so, uh, so there's that. Uh, again, remember... Uh, Hit the buttons, like, subscribe, uh, comment down below, not just a live comment, but a big boy comment down in the, in the bottom section there. And of course, share us in your social media circles. Only one of you did that off of, you, off of YouTube last week. Come on, folks. Come on. You just click the button. Come on. Help us out. That's all we're asking. Give it. Let the boy share the video. <laughs> he ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> For the love of God, <laughs> I am begging you. But that's what we got going on that end this week. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our good friend Brian uh, Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight, who's still on his hiatus, but he looks like he's coming back soon. He's been sharing some recent purchases on uh, Facebook and the like, and so I'm sure we will have cool new reviews to see in the very near future. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. 
real, real quick, sing the theme song because we're already so far fucking over. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo toys. I don't hear you, Slepsky. Kokomo, 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 way down to Kokomo, Varupa. We're gonna give the governor his harumph. You keep that out up, we're gonna kick you out of cold Slepsky. It's our alternative dreadnought band. Oh, it's all it's all it's all polka music. Wait a minute, you're onto something. Cold slither roll as polka. The barrel. Rolled out the slither. There you go. Roll out the slither for fun. Isn't yeah. the third hour cabbage rolls and coffee? Yeah. Listen, had I had that thought when I did when I did cold cold slither behind the rock, I absolutely would have asked for a polka version for my friends. Maybe we'll work on that. So uh, that's what we got. <laughs> They're all in Chicago. They got a lot of Polish connections. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. It's great to see everybody. Thanks for coming. That's what we got. Uh, yeah, last shout-outs, of course, to our, our good friend Joe Slepsky from Joe on Joe Podcast. Check him out wherever your, your fine podcasts are. While you're there, check us out, too. Uh, mm -hmm. For Rack Time Rob, for our other host, uh, the honcho Mark Weber, uh, tonight's heavyweight hitter, uh, Pitch and Machine, uh, I'm Mike Irizarry. Be sure to join us next Tuesday at 9.05 here on the Superstation for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, now, enjoy uh, another viewing of the Blues Brothers already in progress. Have a great rest of the Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm friend, so in. The Blues Brothers. As our Let's friend Vagon likes money, to boo. say, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Have a great rest of the week. Bill Brasky ate five chunky McNuggets. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,